0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Respawn Aim Fire, episode 86, this breaking news segment on the most irreverent gaming podcast, this kick ass. My name is Chad Michaelinis. We also have here with us. Oh, hold him to part. I'm sorry. Name. I was, I was really distracted
1: by your action reporter. You were
0: enthralled, and was so enthralled. was the audience, and you fucked it up. You guys You're just this too week, good, Chad. You're too good. I can't Smash it. Bros. comes out. That's Does the breaking it? news. I honestly forgot it that's comes it. out this Yeah, week. it comes out in like four days. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've been so distracted. Well, three days. we're recording this Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. It comes out night of the game awards. Ooh. I plan on coming home from work, catching up on the game awards, and at eleven PM diving sweet into that Smash Bros. Oh, that's right. I have to wait till Sex midnight. Sauce. Yeah, because you're lucky. a dumb bitch.
1: That's exactly what it is. Because I'm only stupid. dumb you. I have to wait longer.
0: Yeah, that's what you get. You idiot. <laughs> uh, this is the Kick Ass Irreverent Gaming Podcast where we talk about all sorts of shit, like, I don't know, rumors about. What's a rumor that we got on here? Something about those Halo <laughs> TV series probably failing again, uh, some shitty PlayStation Plus games, and something Black some Panther related. PlayStation <laughs>
1: PlayStation <laughs> games.
0: All that's coming your way, but we're going to start with some You just Nintendo. made that sound
1: so exciting, Chad. Dude, I can't wait no to idea. do this. Oh, yeah, we're talking about Game Awards. Or... We're talking about Game Award yeah.
0: nominations and predictions.
1: For a second, uh, there, it sounded like it. you said "Game Award Dominations," not nominations. I'm like,
0: Dominatrix awesome. and Dominatrix. someone we uh, accidentally skipped over this because Holden had to go to work like an adult last week. Uh, so we you accidentally skipped adult. over this, but someone at the end of this episode is winning $20. Thanks for participating. Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> Did you just stutter up and then just turn it into a star? I did. It turned into Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> Nintendo! Do you guys remember that hot second when we thought Skyward Sword was coming to Nintendo Switch? On Literally stage. A second. Oh well, yeah, it was like a day. Hot second yes. is it's a it's a turn of phrase, Holden. It's what the kids say. Oh, like okay. it's been a minute. I miss these things. It's, sometimes has been more than a minute. It usually means at least three <laughs> to four minutes. Um, there was a uh, symphony, a concert of Zelda music. Yeah, they, I and, thought they stopped doing it, but they're still doing it, I guess. I I don't know your mom. Um, Maybe. and this person, what is this? The significance of this person? They wrote E.G. The music? Yeah, they No, no, Zelda. he's, he's, he's like it? the
1: director, basically, of the Zelda franchise. He like oh, the Zelda of games. Forever. Yeah. All of them, including Not the all of them. ones. I think the first the one he did was a period of time.
0: One. Okay. Well, what's his name? Eiji Onuma? Eiji Onuma. Eiji Onuma. Yeah. Uh, came out on stage and he's like, I know what you're thinking. Skyward for Switch, right? <laughs> Everyone's like, what? What are you talking about? Oh, my God. Skyward Sword's coming to Switch? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out. Nintendo says, no. At this time, we have no plans to release The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword on Switch. That dude was just batshit crazy on Sage. Yeah, why would he say that if Nintendo's going to turn around and be like, absolutely not?
1: That's such a big tease. Maybe he's trying Notice to get fired. Notice, though, fighting. the language Nintendo uses. At this time, we have no plans to release The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword for Nintendo
0: Switch. We've got say, it. we p- <laughs> have got it.
1: They've got it We're ported already. We're just going to sit on it for the rest
0: of time. Exactly. They didn't say we're not no. going to port it. They said we're not going to release it. They're waiting until the Nintendo Switch Classic comes out in 40 <laughs> years and they're going to release it as a and never they- released game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a
0: never released port. Yep. No, that'd be
1: really um, funny. it would be like, "We're going to release really, we're going to release N64 with a never released port of Super Mario World." <laughs> <laughs> we had it ready the whole time. The whole time never it was released. Ready. It. I think they're working on it. I think they just had to cover their grounds because they want this to be a surprise at some point.
0: I think like similar to PlayStation name changes. They're working on it, but they're not sure if they're ever going to be able to get there. So they're like yeah. we're not going to say anything cuz you know everything apparently I never played it, but everything everyone says is like it's so deeply rooted in that Wii remote that like yeah, you don't like, know you can do Yeah, how it would it handheld mode work? How would, like, mode how mode would you mode? play
1: in handheld? How would you play in handheld mode if you have to like swipe the switch around to swing your sword? I don't sword? know. Like,
0: Maybe that's why they're not releasing it yet because exactly. it's fucking broken.
1: That'd be horrible if like you you swing with the with the Joy-Con normally in, in docked mode, but in handheld yeah. mode it turns into Infinity Blade. Remember Infinity Blade? <laughs> and You're like swiping oh, yeah. across the, the screen. That'd be horrible.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, I that I'm honestly
1: dope though. It was for a mobile game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more curious how they would make it than I am excited for them to release Skyward Sword on Switch. But it feels inevitable that they'll release more Zelda games and reports on Switch. So I don't know. We'll see what
0: happens. Has this I sound wanna... ever made you have to pee? I've never listened to water and like, oh my god, I have to pee! Like, they no, it movies. never does
1: because peeing doesn't sound like that to me. <laughs> like, that sounds like you're pouring
0: water into a glass. It doesn't sound like peeing to me. I mean, like when you have to pee really it's bad. a slightly like, different oh my god, sound. I think to think of waterfalls. It's like that's never made me have to pee. <laughs> also i wouldn't want to piss a waterfall that sounds painful and uncomfortable i don't know i'm sure when your prostate's inflamed and you're 55 years old you you would be like Anything. so grateful to just pee a consistent stream and exactly. if it were a waterfall a let it be yeah if it passed a drip it's niagara falls to them basically the it's saddest amazing. thing in the world is listening to old men trying to pee in the bathroom do you know what's the saddest that, thing ever pss, pss, pss. <laughs> Ugh, god <Pss>, god <laughs> It's so that's, sad cuz I know that's going to be us one day. That's uncomfortable. It's everyone. Do you know what's <laughs> sad chad. You know what's
1: sad chad. All these YouTubers, or actually two YouTubers that got kicked off of YouTube for posting videos on the Super Smash Bros leak that just mm, came out. Yeah, first of all,
0: and by sad I mean I don't feel bad for them at all. We're not going to talk about what was leaked. I don't actually know what was leaked. Oh, I, even I seen actually it. did look into a lot of it and watched okay, a lot of it. Okay, I did. <laughs> it's not actually like a significant <laughs> amount of information you'd be like, "Oh my god." I was gonna say, like, after
1: all the directs they've had going into language settings, like, what's the leak? Like, it's also in French. Like, yeah. what's like, what are they gonna add? So don't I feel forget like we everyone. know everything about that game. What do they show off? I'm curious.
0: No, we're not gonna talk about the leak. But what are they? I want to know. No. Nope. Like, what kind of stuff was it? No, not like it's, the actual it's content, not worth but. spoiling it for people because it's not okay, really spoiler worthy.
1: That's what I kind of um, figured. It wasn't anything super important. But yeah, so these guys. Posted the content on YouTube, um, two of them on YouTube, and they both got banned from YouTube. Their channels got removed. It takes three they get removed strikes. Or they get
0: copyright strikes.
1: They got copyright strikes, but after three copyright strikes, you get banned. They had seventeen and twenty-one copyright strikes.
0: Well, that sounds like a whole lot of their problem. <laughs> exactly. That's why
1: I don't actually feel bad for them. Um, it's an it's an ethics question, basically. Like, yeah, you shouldn't be releasing this, and you did. There are consequences for that. They're trying to play it off as if they didn't do this, it would have been a death sentence for their channel. I'm like, but no one else is. So it's not. Like, you just have to be there first when it's available. And also just make sure your content's worth coming to. I don't know, like. Dude, you know what just, content's
0: worth coming to? Pornhub. What? Pornhub? Oh my God, at work. <laughs> God, at, <laughs> that was so clever. That was so clever. But I will say this, at at
1: work I work in a in a Best Buy store, not for Best Buy, but I'm a vendor with it there. You know, he actually said the podcast. You know, you know what I do. Um, <laughs> Just say. it. I said it many times, like I said many times in the podcast. I'm a brand ambassador for Oculus. Anyway, there was a guy with a Pornhub sweater on, and I'm
0: like, that Dude, is. They're bold. trying to become a lifestyle brand. It's yeah, I'm like that hysterical. is bold.
1: To, to walk around the Pornhub, like I know, there's the whole thing of like all guys watch porn, ha ha, that kind of thing. All people, but to go, <laughs> yeah, I know. But like to wear a sweater is something else. It'd be like,
0: hey, everyone, by the way, yeah, this is what I'm into. I watch this for seven and a half minutes every other day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I do want to talk about this next story though, because this is actually huge. I was so surprised when this was announced. Nintendo's creators program. Is gone. Yeah, will be, will be gone. Will be gone. uh, March twentieth, I think, next year. It's being replaced by just a set of guidelines, essentially, right? But the big thing is that the thirty percent cut they take out of your advertising revenue, uh, on top of the YouTube Partners
0: Program cut as well, they are not taking anymore, which is huge. That's great. Right. For anyone who doesn't know, there was. I'm, I'm not too keen on or too up to date on a lot of the details of the program. But the content creators program was something that was developed three years ago that said, hey, if you want to put Nintendo content, gameplay, anything on YouTube, we're going to you know, call a copyright strike unless you're part of our program and we get part of your advertising revenue and we'll block your videos if you don't. And um, so a lot of publications were just like, "We're all right, we're not going to stream Nintendo content because we're going to get next to nothing for it or we'll get called out on it. And uh, so it was a really controversial program that everyone hated. And uh, it actually ended – there were quite a few, like, independent people who were doing Nintendo-type channels. They're like, well, I can't stream Nintendo content anymore, and that is the focus of my YouTube channel.
1: Mm -hmm. Or they had to – they were forced as well to to give Nintendo a 30% cut. Like, they were forced into doing that as well. When you're already not making a lot of money off of YouTube and your revenue went from 60% of the total to 40% of the total, that's huge. That's like, you know, it ruins your channel. Off of
0: what is already – fractions of a penny per view exactly now to be clear a lot of the things that you just mentioned
1: are still true um it just seems like they're being looser about it you don't have to like be a part of their program but they're still not going to let you do a let's play you can't do any let's play content you, you can have still to do put commentary Plays,
0: though right no you, you, like, have to like have, you, you have to have, have creative
1: input you have to have creative input or commentary over it, so you can do a right. let's play and talk over it, but you can't do just straight gameplay.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that's implied with a let's play. Let's play is like, hey, yeah, we're gonna get together, play the game, and show you our reactions and talk about it over it. Versus, I guess. Like, just I don't like those kind of let's game
1: play. Gameplay. I'd rather just watch straight gameplay. I don't like let's plays, so that's my well, bias. So that's why I think that way. Well, that's why um, you wrote the wrong word then. That's right. I wrote the wrong word. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. There's that aspect to it. There's also that you have to be in, in an approved monetization method. Basically means you have to be on a service that they approve of, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. And then there are some other ones that were not specific to United States. Right. Um basically I think that just they're ensuring you don't sell the videos themselves. Right. Like you're not selling a fifteen minute video of you playing Mario. <laughs>
0: One other caveat that they did mention is that if you capture the video or the screenshot via a method that the Nintendo Switch is capable of doing, so like holding down the button for what is 15 seconds of video, then 30. that you don't have to or 30 seconds of video, you don't have to worry about doing any of this stuff for that. You can monitor Yeah, you that can just, just
1: have no commentary or nothing over that gameplay at all. That's yeah. fine. Um I I understand why they wouldn't want to have no commentary videos. I don't really –
0: I still don't it's, see the harm in having it. It's that. the game. It's the scene. It's it's the community. It's how people consume games now. Nintendo mm-hmm. finally is – like, you got to get with the program.
1: Just I like, think this just is like discussion. Discussion. it's just like the crossplay discussion. Like, it's this where gaming all... is going. But why have any measure like this? Why even have an approved list of monetization? Like, like monetization methods, still, they can't sell off an indiv- individual video even if they didn't have this guideline. Like, I don't see what these guidelines are doing – That normal copyright laws wouldn't already be protecting them from.
0: What these guidelines are really doing is probably protecting. Like, they're not going to enforce these very much, but if they do come across like someone who has uploaded leaks to YouTube, they want to be in a position where, like, hey, we do have these guidelines, and now we are able to enforce them with legal action. Mm -hmm. I think they could already do that, though. Like, if if you
1: were to. If an iPhone were leaked ahead of time. I mean, didn't Apple try to sue Gizmodo over know. that? Like, wasn't there legal action taken? I guess not you can't for a journalist, but an individual. If it's an individual just had stolen property from, from Apple.
0: I don't know. But, yeah, this I'm basically pretty, just gives know. them guidelines to enforce if they needed to or wanted to. Which sounds like with their banning of these people. Well, they didn't ban them. They just copyright strike them. Uh, they are taken seriously.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah yeah Chad. yeah yeah. So we're doing something a little bit different this
1: month for Barf. Normally we talk about Barf at the end. Barf Barf at the end of the month after we uh, played the game because the games we're playing this month are game of the year considerations. We're actually going to talk about them throughout the month a little bit. Bits so, of Barf, if you will. Bits of Barf, if you will. Little bits of Barf. Uh, <laughs> so I played God of War this week Chad played Hollow Knight this week A little bit it sounds like Not, not a whole lot But no. I want to hear Before we get into that I want to hear about Beat Saber Because I am excited about this game I want to oh play god. more of this game And Chad played a lot of it I'm assuming
0: Have you played any of it? A little time Like one level that was Oh it. my god Um, I've played That's mostly what I played this week Was Beat Saber I, I had roommate, a feeling This has gotten to a point where My roommate doesn't really play games Mm-hmm. Um, except Mortal location, Kombat on the Wii. She, right, the only game she owned for Wii was Mortal Kombat. <laughs> the worst console to, to get for Mortal <laughs> yeah. Kombat. Um, and it's gotten to the point where when we've tried VR, you know, she tried a couple of things in VR, and she played Thumper for quite a while, and she really liked that one. And then she just hasn't really touched it at all since. And then this has gotten to the point where she's legit texting me, "Hey, I had a bad day at work. Can I come home and play Beat Saber?" <laughs> 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 like it's it's that good that she's getting into it as well and we're we're doing the thing we're passing off the helmet back and forth I've discovered new stuff in the campaign that makes it really really cool the PSVR exclusive campaign has uh, extra challenges that we kind of mentioned last time but there are more challenges that make it even more difficult like you can only move your hands a total of 60 meters throughout the entire song so you have to Whoa. like you have to have like T-Rex arms there and only moving your wrist to strike <laughs> the things and uh, then there's, like, you have to have your hands move a maximum of, or a minimum of 1,500. So you're, like, waving like a madman, swiping all these things to try to travel all that distance. That's hysterical. But I think my favorite of the modifiers that I've come across is you have to play this song on hard difficulty. You have to beat the level without failing. And you have to make a minimum of three misses and three bad cuts. So you have to screw up. Oh, no, and it even took it even further one level. You you had to make a minimum of screw-ups, and you also had to have uh, less than a certain number of combo. Like, if you hit more than 28 notes in a row, you fail. You must have to
1: pay a very close attention to it what you're gets, doing. In those- it
0: gets so... Not only are you just paying attention to not fuck up the song, but then you're like, Oh, shit, my combo meter's at 25, 26. Fuck, I gotta fuck up. And then you fuck up. Just to keep your combo counters lower, and yeah. then you're like, oh man, but that's only one of my few fuck ups that I'm allowed. And then you also have to beat the song without you, you know, dying from all the fuck ups. It's whoa, so cool! It's so good! It's such a nice different. That like, sounds I wish I very strategic. Like,
1: well, you'd also have to know the songs really well to know. Okay, in this next segment, I know that I can miss one song here, and that will help with the whatever the you know. I, that sounds awesome. That sounds yeah. Cool. I think it I also helps. The it.
0: There's only maybe twelve to fifteen songs in it right now. They plan on releasing more, but I think that's yeah, I definitely. I I haven't, I haven't wanted for new songs at all because. Oh, really? Interesting. Of, like I've played through all of them. I know at least once, but they're also not like songs that like. Oh man, it's Katy Perry's blah blah blah. So I could. Well, they're mostly really, like electronics
1: is yeah, all electronic. Yeah, it's all electronic isn't isn't it? music. Um, yeah, that's usually better repetition. Electronic music.
0: But these challenges add an extra level to it where I'm like, I'm not sick of this song because I'm trying something different every single time I play it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, Beat Saber, I played it for nine, ten hours. Sometimes wow. I'll wake up a couple hours extra. I'll wake up at like 5.30 in the morning to go to the gym so that I have two hours between gym and work to play Beat Saber. <laughs> Whoa. You're it's really like, dedicated to this game. It's good. It's good. Well, um, yeah, so and have you beaten beat Pokemon Saber.
1: yet? What? Have you beaten Pokemon
0: yet? I've beat the Elite Four in Pokemon. I uh, got Mewtwo. And then I beat Green, who is uh, a rival trainer in the game. And uh, my next thing will be going and getting some of these Master Trainers so that I can fight Red. And then I might go fight and... the Gym Leaders again, complete my Pokedex, and I think I'm done. I think I'm not going to do You can fight the Gym Leaders whole... again? What? You can fight the gym leaders again? Yeah, you can fight all the gym leaders again uh, when they're that. super high-powered. I had no idea. Is that new to this game, or has that been in Pokemon games before? I've never heard I of this before. I think it was in a re-release, maybe, of one of them. When I read about it in this game, it, it seemed like it hinted at, like, oh, this returning feature from some other Pokemon games. I don't think it was ever oh, in Red, Blue, and Yellow. But maybe it was in, like, Heart Gold and Soul Silver or something interesting. like that. I don't know. Very
1: cool. Very, very
0: cool. But that's also where you obviously spoilers question mark blue becomes the leader of the viridian gym after you beat giovanni what so that's how you fight blue
1: ruined it all for me i was paying very close attention to the story of pokemon and i was Mm -hmm. trying to find out what was going to happen at the end and you just ruined it for me dude you're dead now i didn't even think that would be a possibility that just that rocked my
0: world what what a twist your world (laughs) um and then i played hollow knight i started it today very cool. Started in early. It's the third of the month, <laughs> so uh, we're gonna get it finished. I'm. You're still the Forgotten
1: Crossroads, probably. Then you what? You're definitely the Forgotten Crossroads. Still, I don't the know the names area. of
0: anything, but I've beat one big guy. Got with a relic hammer. of some sort, yeah, with the hammer, and I'm yeah. in this wooded area now, and I am deep in oh, this okay. woods area. Like I've been, you in got that past for the opening area pretty fast what you got past the first area pretty fast, did I yeah, so I'm in there i'm <clears throat> i am my biggest i'm I'm liking it a lot yeah combats combat's good. kind of fun right now i I hope there are more rpg like equipment type elements to it and I, I saw a screen in the inventory that it looks like I might be able to upgrade my needle or, You'll something, or my see. pin or whatever the fuck he calls it
1: don't think more of like a Zelda game or like a Metroid game
0: than like a Dark Souls in that okay. sense, in terms of okay. the RPG elements. Um, But I like it. I like the weight of everything, the weight of mm-hmm. your character as you jump. I like the – like when you get hit by something, it's just like you feel it because yeah. of the HD yeah. rumble. <laughs> did you just mention HD rumble? Yeah, I did. Whoa. I mentioned it elsewhere. Whoa. I think <laughs> – oh, so I did uh, – I also played – I'll talk about this in a second. So, yes, back to Hollow Knight. Um, I'm liking that the combat's fun. I like that you like Dark Souls. You have certain enemy types, and you kind of learn their patterns and learn how to kill yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I'm hating so far, not hating, but I'm just like, oh God, the benches are not anywhere near close enough to each other. Either that, or I'm missing <laughs> a lot of benches. But I feel like I played for no, a legit. You're like, not. Half hour. That is.
1: Oh, you have no idea some of these benches are so far from where you need to go sometimes. Yeah. That is just that is just part of the game.
0: But I mean like I get to a bench. Yeah. I I swear to god I was playing for like a half hour in this wooded area. I have no idea where I am. I don't mm-hmm. because I haven't I guess I haven't found a map for that area. I got the quill that says, "Oh, well, you'll write the map as you go." But no, fucking nope. Um but anyway, <laughs> I got awesome to this bench and I'm this like, is okay, this is how the holiday it
1: is. It, it it tells you nothing. And every little thing you'd expect from a game is something you have to find. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I won't ruin yeah. it for you. But yeah, that's just kind of like what it's like.
0: So I got to this bench and I'm like, thank God I got to this. Finally, this bench so that if I die I can come back to it. But then I'm like, well, I've got all of this money. I have no idea how the fuck I'm going to get back to go spend it because I'm super deep in this well of forest that like I I don't I literally I don't even know what direction I would go to get back. And if I died and went back to that place, I have no idea how I'd get back to the forest place where I I have no idea where anything is.
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of for me that was the magic of the game is yeah. the whole world feels very cohesive to me. You'll I'll, we'll see how you feel about that. But for very cohesive and it just felt like you can get lost in this place. And then as you play it, it starts to become
0: familiar. Okay. Which I like. That's my that's my biggest like frustration yeah. right now. It's like I understand yeah. that they're, I'm going to totally buy a lot of guy if I fucking find them anywhere. Yeah. But yeah. So far? Cool. I'm enjoying it. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I mean, you're very early in the game, so we'll see yeah. how that turns how that, uh, I'm it an hour into it and it's what a yeah, exactly. 20, 30, 40 hour game. Mhm.
1: Um I I'll say this. Definitely feel free to explore and it's i mean i hate to compare it to dark souls because that's very very common but it's like dark souls so you have to go down a path and realize oh my god i got murdered down there not that way <laughs> you're just gonna keep going elsewhere and oh, yeah, as I'm you just start going wherever that, i can yeah you just you just kind of go wherever you can and the game just has a way of telling you not here right now it just does that um yep. go everywhere but also go back go backwards a lot i find is very useful You'll find little things that'll help you, yada yada yada. I'm not ruining anything, but yeah, the only
0: the only power up I've gotten is the one that shoots this your energy out. But I assume it's, based on it's, ledges it's, that I can't get to, I'll get like a double jump or something like that, or something that lets me jump higher or something. Like I mean, that. it's
1: a Metroidvania. You can imagine just from knowing that what kind of power yeah. ups you're, you're going to get. Yeah. So I'm, very, I'm curious to see how you roll come into a game ball going. and drop bombs and <laughs> just like that. Yes. But you I get say, the Beritia suit eventually. The gravity yeah, no. suit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying the uh the art style of it too. I like that a lot.
1: Yes. Um I I can't tell you my favorite things with the art style because I don't want to like tell you about things you haven't seen in the game yet, but yeah. I agree. It's such a gorgeous game. Very what fun. do you think of the music? I know it's been very early on.
0: Uh I feel like um kind of like Metro like Super Metroid, when we talked about it's it's very good at setting the atmosphere, but it's not, it's not like, oh, my God, this music is incredible. I love this melody. It's like, okay. oh, man, this yeah. is really fitting for where I am right now. Yeah. yeah. It's really good at setting cool. the mood and the tone. Well, I'm curious to see how your thoughts develop throughout the month. So we will return next week. Yes. I have one more game I want to tell you that I played. No. You've had it enough. Um, <laughs> I played enough. Nintendo Labo this week.
1: I was, uh, yeah, I was oh, that's on, right. a, on, on tequila.
0: Yeah. We did a, uh, a Labo episode of tequila, uh, went over to Daniel's house with a girl named Kyle and we all on camera. So it's going to be a YouTube stream. It'll go up here probably sometime this week, but on camera, we build the piano from scratch and, um, does it really take four hours? Oh no, no. It took us. It took us maybe 45 minutes to an hour to build it. Okay, I figured. I mean, you do have to, to fold it. up every single little key. And every, and he had three people to help to us so. too. Yeah, Kyle was reading instructions. We're goofing off being silly, and they're getting drunk. I'm drinking kombucha, and it's disgusting. <laughs> and, so, uh, it is was, it worth it? Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, we got <laughs> it assembled, and there were parts that legitimately blew my fucking mind. Like, if you watch... Just, when, in, terms just in, in terms of assembly? What? Just in terms of assembly? No, not, not assembly. I mean, assembly was like, whoa, man, that's a lot of assembly. Oh, man, that's kind of clever. But actually playing the piano... Okay, okay. And some yeah. of the stuff that it's able to do with the cardboard and the little, like, reflective Because you are tape. a musician.
1: You know that stuff.
0: But things like... Uh, like, you will, if you watch the stream, at least just watch the part where we finally start playing it afterwards... And there were parts where I'm, like, literally grabbing my face going, like, I can't believe how fucking amazing that is. Like, there's a part where you start playing the keyboard. Or were, were you just drunk modes. on kombucha? I was I – was, I had five shots of kombucha, which is not al- – I mean, there's very, 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 very little alcohol in it. But I was just high on being there with fun people. <laughs> um, but Daniel's good people. There's a, a set – like, you turn a little cardboard gear – and a different piece of reflective tape shines at the Joy-Con. And then as you play the piano, instead of playing sounds on the Switch, the Joy the other Joy-Con is vibrating on the table. And it's vibrating at the frequency that makes that pitch. So, like, we were playing Ode to Joy, okay. and it's going... Bzz, 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 based on the vibrations <laughs> of the HD rumble in the Joy-Con, making different pitches on the table, instead That's of really actually cool. audio coming out of it. The- it was fucking mind-blowing. Are you now... An HD rum- Rumble Evangelical now? No, in Leave fact, the- I can't wait to get an 8-bit dough controller with a D-pad that doesn't have HD Rumble at all. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't want that. Um, no, but it was really cool. Really novel. I I do see the value if you were to get the variety pack, which is, what, 60 bucks, I think? That has 70, the piano, think. the fishing It's like $70 rod. And $80, I think.
1: Gotcha. Is the, the price. I think 80 was the robot, right? I don't yeah, $80 is the robot, yeah.
0: But, yeah, I could see... Just the the joy that we got out of that hour and fifteen as grown adult people with the piano, if you had that plus the other like three or four things that come in the variety pack, I could see how that would be a really great gift for a kid that they'd get their money's worth.
1: Well, if you all chipped in and bought Labo together, what would be like going out to a nicer place with three friends?
0: Yeah, there you go, going exactly. out to see a movie in Chicago that's like twelve to fifteen bucks, yeah and Eat then get a drink, and that's like another $20,000. <laughs> you don't drink a lot. I can tell if you think that's what. <laughs> I just know that a lot I'll of people are wasting home. their money on that drink. $20,000 yep. could buy uh, quite a few months' rent.
1: Quite a few months.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, So I played all of that. Holden,
1: what did you play this week? I'm... Well, I do have one more question for you. Do you now know what I mean... When I said "bump banana" last week, no. do you now know what that means? Oh, you need to go back
0: nope. and explore in that game because that's in the opening area. I was, I was I was listening for it too, and I was like, none of these people say "bump banana." Bump banana—that's not what she says. But anyway, I played God of War this week. That's all I played this week. Oh shit! <laughs> Chad's like nervous to like. Now, does he hate it? Does he love it? Here's where it? I'm conflicted. Yeah. I don't want to spoil this game for people who are listening to it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do we talk about this week by week then? Or do we do just like a separate spoiler section at the end of the month? Or do we just give like impressions of gameplay elements?
1: Yeah, I'm not going to talk about the story. Okay. I, don't, okay. I don't I'm also not far enough in the game I feel like to talk about the story in Okay. I, mean, I feel like I'm even actually, the premise I'm pretty, of I'm pretty the story I don't the game, think actually. is
0: worth telling. What was that? Even, I think, the premise of the story that you find out in the first, like, ten minutes, I don't think is worth spoiling. Okay. Uh, I won't even
1: get into that, then. Um, I will say, and I think this is vague enough to say, so people know where I am in the game. I just got to the mountain. I I'm, I'm am I was at the summit of the mountain. That should, okay. yeah. Um, that should tell people where <laughs> I am in the game if they played the game before. Um, this game is really damn impressive. Yeah. It is technically incredible incredible there i mean i don't know how you can describe it other than really epic it just feels like <laughs> you're basically going from like one epic area to other epic area even like the small areas of the game are h- huge in scale like there's um i'm having a, i'm gonna have a hard time explaining some of this stuff because i played a chunk of the game when i first got it and then i stopped playing it for a while and now i came back to it and played I guess, like, of what I've played, half of that was in the past week. So I I can't remember, like, story, like, specifics of what the places are called. But it's, like, a an area between dimensions or something like that. There's, like, a little bridge you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That area, it's, like, a small little space technically in the game. But when you get there, you're like, damn, that's right. This place is awesome. Damn, <laughs> <It's>...
0: that's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Because well, I think, if I remember right, This, like, door will open up, and then all of a sudden you see, like, that little bridge area, the water surrounding it, and, like, the mountains are in the background. It just – it's a really cool moment to kind of walk into. But the one moment that sticks in my head – and actually, I think it's even in the trailers – is when you get to the summit of the mountain. You open the doors after you've kind of, like, been inside the mountain climbing up it. You open the doors, and then you see the peak. And it's kind of like, oh, my gosh. I've been traveling this whole time. It's taken me way longer to get here than I thought it would. At last, and you kind of got this sense of like journey and accomplishment as you get there. Part of that journey and accomplishment is just the combats dip more difficult than I thought it would be. Oh yeah, it's a lie. I die all the time, and I feel like I suck at video games when I'm playing this game because <laughs> it's definitely really have, something you have to think about every move that you, you make. You do. I've found that. I don't use my hammer that much. I my my my, uh, my axe that much. The um, Leviathan axe. I just punch because then you can build up the meter, right? To to like rip them apart faster. So I just do that. I find that works the best. But then I also want to throw the axe around, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I still want to do that. But I'm like, what they do so successfully is make a few enemies intimidating. You can just have three enemies, and you're like, crap. This is not good. And yeah. maybe I'm just too early in the game, and that changes, and all of a sudden there are, like, tons of enemies around. But in an earlier God of War games that I had played, you're surrounded by tons of enemies all the time. And it just feels like there's more of like an onset of enemies coming after you. Here it feels like it's more nuanced than that, and they want you to kind of feel cool about a little battle scenario, as opposed to just, like, room, enemies, room, enemies. It still is like that, but it feels more thoughtful than that. It's definitely yeah. a room enemies, room enemies kind of game. I mean, it's an action game. That's what they're like. But it feels very thoughtful in terms of what kind of enemies they're throwing at you, um, the like how each enemy will attack you. Like like there's um going back to the the peak when you open the doors and you're kinda of going across the um what'd you call it? It's like a little path across the snow till until you get to the peak on the other side. There's the enemy who's super, super strong but slow, coupled with all these really kind of fast enemies at the same time. So you're kind of getting more enemies you fought at, at that point, more at one time, and coupled with this one guy who you know you have to take him out first because he's way stronger, but you can't get rid of the guys around you at the same time. So they just do a really good job of, of making you think strategically based on the enemy types they are throwing at you. I was, I've been really impressed by that. It just It's a really, really well-made game. And that's where I start to kind of have a little bit of a, not like it's bad, but it constantly reminds me it's a game.
0: Yeah, in, it is point Greg Miller puts it, it's a video game ass video game.
1: It's a video game ass video game, yes. There are so many of
0: those epic moments take me out of it being a
1: game. And then when I do the same animation to stomp someone's face in every single time, that yeah. starts to take me out just a little bit. But what keeps me in is the and I think you put it really well with Hollow Knight, the weight of everything in the combat keeps me in and keeps me ignoring those things. The weight of the combat is so solid. It's it's funny. It's that I feel like I would feel the weight of the combat even without vibrations in the controller. Yeah. It just just, from it's just the
0: audio and the video. The way exactly. everything – all the models react. Exactly. It also makes
1: me realize too that – I because I think um, the director, Corey – is it Corey Barlog? Is that his name?
0: Yeah. I always accidentally call him Balrog, but it's Barlog.
1: <laughs> now I'm going to do that because you said that. That's, that's very close. So he was saying how they didn't know this game was going to come through or not because it all just kind of came together in the end. And I'm like, how is that possible? Because everything comes together so well. Like, how do they not know it was – how are they uncertain it was going to be that tight at the end? Because it's really – all the mechanics are so tightly wound together.
0: Yeah, I think it's the most polished video game I think I've ever played. Yeah, I would how, say how well everything is like all integrated and how smooth and and kind of mm-hmm. put together that experience is. Yeah, I've never had any dropped frame moments, and I'm running on a
1: PS4 regular. Not I was going to ask,
0: yeah, do you you have an HDR TV but not a 4K TV, right? Or <laughs> I a, HDR wasn't even a thing when this TV was
1: purchased, okay. so no.
0: Gotcha.
1: <laughs> it's 720p.
0: Gotcha, okay. Yeah,
1: so not looking great in the uh, visual quality department. Not to the fault of God of War. <laughs> um, God of War still makes the TV look amazing, which is a testament to God of War. Yeah. Um, what was I getting at? The other thing is I'm really confused in the game by the merchants and why I feel like I need to buy things. I, don't, I feel no reason to buy anything in the game to upgrade anything. I don't really know what I'm doing. And maybe I think it's because of that gap in playing the game and then stopping and then resuming this week. Um, But I think I might need to look online to understand that stuff a little bit better.
0: You will get to... Yeah, you will get to the point where it'll become necessary. Okay, yeah. Because you'll unlock, like, armor sets and stuff like that that you're like, hmm, that's probably something I need to put on.
1: Yeah, I think I have... It's like something I like blue glove things
0: or something like that. I don't even know what I have. I mean, yeah, you'll you'll eventually get uh, to the point where you'll unlock yeah. like legendary and exotic armor. They're like you can't do. This okay, I haven't seen anything them. like that yet. So,
1: I just been selling the armor and then realizing. Yeah,
0: most of the stuff you find on the ground, you can probably just sell.
1: Yeah, why well, then selling it and then I realize oh I don't even have a need to buy anything so I just have this money for no
0: reason right now but. <laughs>
1: Again, I'm still pretty early in the game. I get the sense that I'm yeah. like the first act story-wise in, in the game. So, but yeah, well, I'm, I'm really enjoying you, it so far, though. It's, it's a really, really fantastic game.
0: I'm going to give you two, not pieces of advice, but two comments. Yeah. One, yeah, you're going to die a lot. I died a lot as well. Um, That's, that but, makes me feel
1: better because I honestly was thinking, am I dying too much? No, it's don't like,
0: think you're terrible at video games. It's, okay. it's a tough game.
1: Yeah, well, the boss, they kept giving me hints like, this is what you need to do. I'm like, I know I need to do. It's hard.
0: <laughs> you can also adjust the difficulty level at any time. I refuse. I, I won't do that. It does not affect... I, I played on normal for everything except for the final Valkyrie. You'll figure out what a Valkyrie is soon. Okay. But the final Valkyrie, is was like, I, I fucking have to put this on easy in order to even stand a chance. And it still took me like 45 minutes of trying after that. Um, yeah. But... uh. Keep looking into, like, Atreus's abilities and your abilities. Mm-hmm. Right now, I, I was in the same place. Where I'm like, man, I don't really use the axe that much, or I don't even use Atreus that much. But there will it, eventually, they will become staples of your combat, whether it's freezing an enemy with your axe or using Atreus to do certain things. Like
1: That's one thing. Finish your advice, then I'll, I'll go into
0: Uh So, yeah, that's one thing. Right now, yeah, don't worry if you're like, man, I never use any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. There will come a time when you will start using it, or else okay. you're going to really fucking suck. And then the other one is I would recommend – I did this – about where you are. I made this change. Try turning off as many HUD elements as you can stand. I because, actually barely noticed the HUD. It really disappears already. But I will do that because I, I – I, I would because I did that in the, the cinematic mode. I turned on just a couple of things where it, like I, if I got a notification about a certain item I picked up or a certain piece of lore or something like that, then I would leave it on. Mm-hmm. But for everything else, I left it off as much as I could because it really does you kept saying it constantly reminding me that it's a video game that's one of the things that just makes you just completely get sucked in that experience like no okay. other hudless experience has done hmm. so
1: try it. I will I will do that no I liked playing uh, Breath of the Wild without a HUD a lot yeah so I probably feel this game will give me a similar kind of uh yeah you get the point yeah
0: yep Did one more thing, thing. you want to say about it
1: um Oh, yeah, so it seems like there are uh, combos with the axe that I'm, like, missing on. Like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but sometimes my axe will freeze people,
0: as you say, and I don't know why I did that. Am I mm-hmm. missing something? If you throw it with the trigger... Yeah. ...and it hits an enemy, they're frozen while it's in them until you recall it. That just happens naturally. But
1: I'm not talking about that. I'm talking, like, when I'm just using my my axe as a melee weapon. Yeah.
0: Though I'll do like a oh, special so you, move or something might like that. Have, like, you might those? have a hilt on it that has a chance to freeze them, or has cold damage, possibly. Or you, uh, you also might I just have. If I there get are... something and it seems like it's good, and I see like my level thing goes up,
1: like yeah, the two, and it says like, like, "Oh, cool! I'll add it." Then I don't know what they do. I just yeah. I see the
0: number goes up, so I say yes. Some of the hilts have different elemental properties. Okay, so you, that might be the case, or I I don't think some of the some of the moves like the actual combos attacks that you can learn Mm -hmm. that might i don't remember anything specifically freezing them it might like add to your freeze image i don't remember them all freezing anyway but yeah i think probably check your hilt out okay i'll check it out i'll check it out let's check it it out the library you what actually microsoft
1: actually microsoft first then fetch quests
0: microsoft we're gonna follow that with fetch quest next (laughs)
1: <laughs> so we got two stories these stories literally came out uh 15 minutes before we recorded so so not we know all the information. you know all the information so um the actually let's start with the second story first um so showtime has that halo tv series they've been working on for a little while well rupert wyatt who was the director and executive producer he has left and apparently it's because of scheduling reasons
0: yeah Because I don't want to schedule this shitty TV series into my life anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Rupert Wyatt said it was creatively rich and rewarding. Yeah. Which
1: he was going to have to say because he wants – Because they made him
0: creatively rich in his wallet for not dissing it. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Um, I don't care about
1: this TV show. I don't want them to make it. But Rupert Wyatt leaving is kind of a big deal. He made – I'm pretty sure he made the – new planet of the apes movies
0: what i think he i think he was involved in those what now i've got to imdb it i am pp i go pp
1: <laughs> please let me know i'm pretty i'm pretty sure why are you looking that up though i'll explain the next story because this is the bigger story this is a rumor um the rumor is that microsoft is going to buy another studio that's not surprising but what's surprising is that the studio is known for working with PlayStation. This comes from uh, a leaker on Twitter and he claims that they've Microsoft and the studio have been talking for a few months now. Um, the studio is mid-sized. He says he's not going to name the studio specifically because it's, early, it's it's it might not happen still there's a, a potential for that and he doesn't yeah. want to potentially ruin that deal by like having it get out in the public of what it is. But I'm really curious what this mid-sized studio could be. I just did a quick Google search for what second party studios Sony's worked with, just meaning like yeah. a studio that makes games for Sony but doesn't isn't owned Quantic by Dream? Sony. So, Quantic Dream is one of them, Insomniac is one of them, Kojima Studios is one of them, Wild Sheep Studios is one, and then technically From Software is one as well. His from software has worked with Bloodborne, but they're not necessarily because here's something is and, that the they the tween, did uh, Demon Souls too, Demon Souls as well, yeah. He didn't say that they've always made. The phrasing is weird. He says the studio has his, this is a quote historically worked with PlayStation a bit, and that it's those two parts historically and a bit are confusing to me because historically says they've been doing this for a while, and a bit says not that long, so. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that. I think a bit in some, is more like frequency, which like, would then mean
0: from software.
1: Yeah, that like from software would match, and then the other God, one that Microsoft would match,
0: buys from software. Jesus Christ!
1: Well, here's the thing: is from software showed off Shakira or Shakira at Microsoft's e three event. Shakira, <laughs> Shakira. I know. I just said that because her hips don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> so. I think from software might be a a good potential for this. Actually, wow, yeah, that'd be really interesting and a great catch. What a good That's a studio to good buy. good Catch, good
0: catch. I mean, Shakira is a good catch. I mean, let's be, yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> oh my hips don't. I uh, I read two side notes. One, I read an interview once where she said. I'm pretty sure this is what it was. She Shakira? said that when she records the English version of her songs, she doesn't actually know the words that she's saying. She just memorized the sounds in order to make the English words. Really? And she that's doesn't speak funny. English well enough. So she's like, oh, it sounds like this, so I'll repeat those sounds. And I guess that's the English version.
1: <laughs> Second, I'm sure that's a case with a lot of Spanish speaking. Or really just any other language besides English.
0: Yeah, uh, Rupert Wyatt did direct Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I knew it. What did I say? Which was uh, I actually
1: I thought he directed the second one, not the first one. No, so he did the first one. It the was
0: not one. The second one, best of the three.
1: It wasn't the second one was the
0: best of the three. I no, think. the third one was so fucking good. The second one's amazing too, though. I need. I've always seen they're all one so once. good, but the third one is fucking great.
1: Um, back to the potential studios here. Wild Sheep Studios. I have like a. Itch that says this could be the studio as well. Again, I heard about this 15 minutes before we recorded. This has not been like vetted.
0: <laughs> also, Wild
1: note, Sheep Studios. Yeah, sorry.
0: Captain Marvel trailer just dropped literally right now. So after we finish this, we're gonna watch it. Oh, okay. I'd rather have the Avengers four trailer. Go on. But okay. Go on. That's coming on Wednesday. Yes, we'll talk about that.
1: No, that's is it coming Wednesday? They officially said that.
0: Uh, something Disney official came out today. That said it was Wednesday somewhere.
1: Oh, because they're going to be at the Game Awards. I thought it'd be at the, the
0: Russo game Brothers Awards. will be at the Game Awards, yes. Yeah. Interesting. Well, we'll get to that in a second.
1: So, Wild Sheep Studios is another studio that is second party to Sony. They're making that game called Wild. Do you remember this game? It hasn't come out yet. Wild with an E it. at the end? Shown no. off at
0: E3 twice, but in separate year, like two years oh, apart?
1: Yeah, but it doesn't have an E at the end. It's just wild. Just is normal. It? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's you basically you control snake, animals and you're exploring the wild, is kind of the point of that game that game came from the creator of Raymond, uh, rayman rayman <laughs> rayman Raymond. everybody loves rayman <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be amazing no of rayman so which was a sony um or at least i associate that game with sony um, in the early years maybe it could be that studio as well they haven't talked about wild in a while maybe they need money to keep that game going and microsoft could buy them So that'd be interesting. But I think from software, that's my bet, is from software.
0: That's an interesting interesting little theory there. That could be huge.
1: It could be huge. It could be. I just don't think it's Insomniac. I just don't see it. Insomniac is so good on their own. I guess from software is so good on their own as well, but Insomniac is really tight with Sony. So we'll see.
0: Well, I mean they did they did the the Monster Overdrive? Sunset Overdrive, yeah.
1: Yeah, but then everything else they've done has been Sony Resistance, Ratchet and Clanks, um, which we will call it um, Spider Man.
0: I think what what's interesting is when they did Sunset Overdrive. The reason that they chose not to make like a Sony first party thing is because they wanted to keep the rights. To the, like they wanted to make an IP that was theirs. And then it's interesting that they just went straight back to Spider Man. <laughs> and then they might be bought by Microsoft. So maybe they're like, "Hey, we tried it and fucking hated it." Yeah, exactly. Also, too, Spider-Man, a uh, property that's not
1: theirs studio, like a company that's like Marvel and Sony. Yeah, Marvel, when Marvel Sony, Games like... approaches
0: you and says, hey, pick a superhero. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, that's true. We're not going to turn that down. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on.
1: I just I had a typo here, which is really great. I meant to say German retailer, and I wrote Germaine retailer. Germaine <laughs> <laughs> Clement. We'll just fix that. Um, So first Fetch quest here is that there's a German retailer listing the uh, Assassin's Creed compilation for Nintendo Switch. Which
0: compilation that could be? I have no idea. I assume it's the SEO collection. Probably. The PS3 games, Xbox 360 games they released two years ago. would Make the most sense, I would say. PlayStation Plus free games for December are a big old pile of farts. (laughs) Yeah, I... Don't recognize any of these, minus Paper, Please. Right, there's Papers, Please on PS Vita. There's Iconoclasts, which I've heard... I don't have any idea what it is, but I remember hearing somewhere that it's good. hmm Steins Gate is coming to PS3. Steridan is on PS3. Onrush is on PS4. And Soma is on PS4. So it's a testament Woohoo. that the games we know of are on the bottom of the list and not the highlight ps4 yeah. games the games we know of were on the beta side so exactly that says something i mean i guess we had two think, good months in a row so we did we've actually had
1: a really good year for ps plus games yeah bloodborne was on there this year
0: that's right that was the, that was the best month blue boon um, mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls Blades, the smartphone game from Bethesda, has been delayed until 2019, hopefully, so that they can fix all the fuck-ups with Fallout 76. Yeah,
1: that'd be nice.
0: Well, Speaking of well,
1: 2019, Diablo ooh. projects will be announced in 2019. So Blizzard said that then the next year we will have more Diablo projects announced.
0: So all y'all who had your panties in a wad over the Diablo mobile game. You're going to get yours. You're going to get yours. There's a Resident Evil 2 remake demo coming in December? What? Apparently.
1: It's a rumor. It's a rumor. I think this will be announced during the Game Awards. They'll be like, new trailer, demo available today. Dude, I would
0: play that demo
1: 100 I would absolutely play that demo. That rumor i going to play that game. That rumor comes from a screenshot of the menu screen that was on Twitter, which has now been taken down. But the only thing I've seen of it is someone saying it looked pretty legit, which <laughs> right. could mean anything. So,
0: cool. And we'll then finally, see. Firewatch was announced for Nintendo Switch a while ago. It now has a release date coming in two weeks on December seventeenth. That's a good perfect game. time for a game to come out, December seventeenth.
1: Yeah. Just to get drowned in all the games that just came out. Well, I mean, it's it's
0: Christmas. a game that a lot of people have already played, so it's not like yeah. it's going to come out and smash numbers. And... I know,
1: but you'd think they'd still want to release their game at an opportune time regardless.
0: Nah, I don't think so. I think anyone who who wants to pick up that game would pick it up regardless of when it came out. Okay. Well, Chad, that's
1: unimportant. important... Do you want know what it's important? Do you want know what? the most important story of this entire week, Chad? That Cyberpunk 2077 has buildings? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> with lots of activities. I actually, so, I want to say something before we start talking about this. There have been a lot of articles ever since Cyberpunk 2077 was announced of just random bullshit in the game. Like, hacking's gonna be like this in, like, in Cyberpunk. And I just ignored all of them. Because I'm I've like, seen oh, almost nothing. That's I had no I've, idea all that oh, was out there. Oh yeah, there's tons of stuff. It's been, I mean, it's nothing official. It's just like, you know, someone asked them a question and they said this. This is one of those stories. But I've been ignoring gotcha. them. But this one's important to me. Because this one... Um, how do you put it? When I heard it was a cyberpunk world and that you have all these buildings, I'm like, cool, that sounds great. Urban environments and open world games generally mean buildings you can't go into. And apparently these buildings you can go into and there's things for you to do. And I'm like, that is a big problem that urban world, open world games have had. I'm curious as to the extent of which... You can explore these buildings. They've said that there are – how do they put it? Where was it? I'll just read what he said. So someone asked um, how big the world's going to be, and they responded on Facebook and said, Night City holds six districts, but I can't give you an exact number in square meters because no one counted this yet. Also, this is tricky for an urban environment. Night City has lots of buildings, and these buildings have floors. You can have 120 square meters of space technically taking up 60 meters squared um, of space in a building – In a tall building, and we will technically... um, Blah, I read through the same line twice. And we will have uh, many of them explorable. That's what I was wondering, is the many of them explorable. I'll come back to this. Each floor can house a lot of activities, floors stack. The Witcher 3 was, in a way, much flatter. The activities were scattered. Here, the world can be huge, but it can be huge upwards or downwards. Um, The many buildings are explorable. Does many mean... And the percentage of all the buildings there... You know, a lot of the, a large percentage of the more explorable, or as I mean like many is in? There's a lot of buildings, just generally speaking, that you can explore in the game. I'm curious to what extent that's going to be. Like even in Reddit Redemption, you'll see a sh- like a shed in the middle of nowhere, and you can't walk into it because they can't fill something in every single building. So I'm curious Guess what that's that going to look sucks. like. Game sucks. It's a terrible game. <laughs> I know this is a I know this is like a nitpicky like small thing to talk about, but. I was very curious what buildings were going to be like in Cyberpunk 2077, so it's cool to hear that there will be things that are happening in them. And there's going to be Chad was like rolling his eyes and bored the entire
0: time. You were bored that entire time, face it. Uh, no, I had literally already read that quote today, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then you read it again, I was like, yeah, still cool. Yeah, but our audience hadn't heard it yet today, so. I know, that's why it's still cool. It's pretty cool, yeah. I'm excited about buildings. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Bob the Builder, can we build it? Rocksteady can't build a Superman game. (laughs) Ooh. Well, they can. They're just choosing not to, apparently. We don't know if that's their choice. (laughs) Anyway, uh, there are a lot of rumors going around that Rocksteady... DC did
1: not approach them and say, pick a superhero.
0: (laughs) Well, they did. Uh, There's a listing on a site called Game System Requirements that uh, was also... uh, has some clout to it because they also had Devil May Cry 5... On Game System Requirements listed a month before its reveal for a game called Superman World's Finest. Good name. Um, That's a good name. Apparently, that is also, like, the name of, like, like the descriptor for the Justice League. Like, the World's Finest Mm -hmm. Heroes. Like, you know, Avengers are Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yeah. World's Finest, like, DC's line of heroes. Anyway. Um... So, we might be seeing whatever that game is pretty soon here. We do have a lot of announcements coming up at the Game Awards, apparently more than have ever been, if you're reading Jeff Keighley's Twitter. We'll we'll talk about that. I'm very excited about that. Everyone was so excited that it might be a Rocksteady Superman game, and Rocksteady responded on Twitter (laughs) saying, Looking forward to the Game Awards this year. We're still hard at work on our development bunker, so don't expect an announcement from Rocksteady Games. When it's ready to show, you'll be the first to know. Spoiler, it's not Superman.
1: We do know okay. they're working on a next-gen game. The, the job listing from, I think, a month ago or so was they're working on a next-gen game. They wouldn't have announced anything at the Game Awards if it's a next-gen game. I think so the next-gen
0: you mean, though, is the, the second-generation Steam Box. Oh, right. Of yeah. course. And that's going to be announced at the Game Awards. No. That's going to be announced at the Kind of Funny Game Showcase. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. That will All
0: happen. right. Now, this one, I think, is so fucking stupid.
1: Thank you. I was just going to say this. The stupidest story of the week. So
0: stupid. Black Panther writer Cole. Cole? Oh, his whole name name is Joe Robert Cole. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, To script Call of Duty movie sequel. And I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. When was the first Call of Duty movie? Well, it hasn't started filming yet. In fact, they (laughs) haven't cast it yet. But they're writing the sequel to it right now. (laughs) What a joke. Yeah. That's what so it, stupid. I mean, here's the thing too, is that's
1: a good screenwriter. Black Panther was a very well-written movie. Yeah. Like I'm they're clearly putting care into who they're picking, but they're not putting care into how they're implementing these movies it sounds like. No. Nope. I have a prediction. The prediction is that once the Pokemon movie comes out and proves that you can have a good Pokemon movie when you put a good uh, video game movie when you put care into it. They're going to delay these Call of Duty movies (laughs) to make them actually good. (laughs) Because I have no faith that these are going to be good movies. I have none whatsoever.
0: Now here's what's going to happen. Game Awards. Call of Duty Shadow Drops on Twitch. You can watch it. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Even better than that. It is a Crackle
1: exclusive movie.
0: Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, I'm getting a real big clue right now. That's a South Park reference. You wouldn't get it. (laughs) I wouldn't, no. The Hardy Boys, they get clues, but they're really erections. Oh, okay. Oh, there's a gotcha. big clue over there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> GameStop has reported a loss of nearly a half a million dollars in their third quarter. Ooh. Are you surprised, Chad? No, because brick-and-mortar retail for video games is a dumb thing. Buy everything digitally. <laughs> <laughs> What's um, interesting so is Some interesting that... things came out of it, though. Go you for say it. it. You say it. You said oh. the word interesting first. Okay.
1: So there were um, increases in in sales. So they had a 10% increase in new software sales, like new games being bought. They had a 12% increase in hardware sales, which they deemed was because of PS4 Pro and Xbox One X. And then accessories saw a 32% increase. So despite all of that, what caused them to lose half a million dollars, it looks like is a 13% decrease in used game sales, which is where they get most of their money from. I think there's more to it than that. But that's a... For them to lose their most profitable business to that extent is surprising, actually. Yeah. I'm curious what caused that. Because new game sales went up. It was just the used yeah. games that went
0: down. But they make so much more money off used game sales. Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's ridiculous. Do they? I, I mean, GameStop does not price match, right? I do not think so. So it's not like somebody's like, oh, man, Spider-Man's 30 bucks at Best Buy, and then go in there and get it at GameStop. Yeah, I mean, Best Buy will do that, yeah. I, I'd imagine.
1: But, yeah, it's like, I don't know what happened there because is it pre-orders for games that are causing people to buy more new games but not pre-owned games? Like, I'm just very – is it just the fact that, like, you had such big games like Spider-Man and Red Dead Redemption 2 and, like, that kind of, like, Smash Bros. coming out and that led to more pre-orders because those are
0: really big games people are waiting for? I don't know. I think this has been a really fucking great year for games. Is it, God of War as well? Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah. And just, like, people want to play those and be part of the conversation right when it happens. Yeah. So that would, that would make sense. Um,
1: I'm also curious how much they're losing because they invest in stupid collectibles. Have you gone into think a GameStop think, recently?
0: think geek. Have you gone to a GameStop at all recently? Uh, only to pick up, like... When when Fezd won the twenty bucks whatever, I had to go get a yeah. Steam gift card there. I think that was it. <laughs> um I'm it feels like the stores, like
1: a quarter of the stores, are collectibles. Like action figures, like mugs, that kind of stuff. That makes sense. But who buys that shit? Nobody.
0: I did a Kids. holiday
1: gig at a GameStop last year and I never saw people buy that stuff ever. But it's occupying a quarter of the space in, their, in the, at least the store that I was in. They gotta know, be losing man. money on that. They gotta be losing money on that. There's no way. Thank geek! Last story before we go to the Game Awards stuff. Um, There's a there's a, a leak on Reddit. Um, It was Reddit? Yeah, it was Reddit. From the weirdest Reddit user, by the way. Uh, This name. His name is literally XYZSTVABC. I was trying to <laughs> pronounce it and figure out what it was and I'm like oh no it's just like
0: (laughs) side note you know the stupid Pikachu meme that's going around with Pikachu's surprised face no what
1: no I haven't been on Reddit I've been on Twitter I do homework I, I do stuff for the podcast and I it's, I read it's and I go to work. It's non-stop
0: everywhere. It's not even just Pokemon people. Everyone's using this Pikachu surprise face to seen like this. stupid, stupid things. Like Send this I stub my this toe. Me. My toe is broken. What? Or I dropped my ice cream. There's ice cream on the ground. What? Those are all not clever or actual examples, but anyone. Anyway, <laughs> one of I really, them really is, have a clear idea what's
1: happening now, Chad. Thank did you.
0: <laughs> you hear the story of the girl whose name is A-B-C-D-E, pronounced Absidy? <laughs> Absidy? Absidy. And the uh, United Airlines hostess who laughed at her and made fun of her. Man, airlines can't get to break. Yeah. Well, anyway, that was a big news story this week. This is – you're not going to get any of this, and you're making me explain it way too much. <laughs> anyway, there was a meme, and it says, Mom names kid A-B-C-D-E. Kid gets made fun of. Mom. And then it shows the surprised Pikachu face. <laughs> It's, uh, you, you you fucked that up Holden you fucked that whole thing up how did I fuck that up I can't believe you
1: <laughs> I can't that believe does you sound haven't funny. seen this yet you did actually I have to say you did a really good job explaining that because I totally got that joke still props because it's hard to explain a joke
0: like that you haven't seen that Pikachu face I've never seen that Pikachu face are ever. you kidding me no I literally typed surprise into Google, and the first three things were surprise, surprise Pikachu, surprise Pikachu meme. I don't have time, Chad. I don't have time for <laughs> Like, here's another one. Me. I don't need to write that down. I'll remember it. Also me. surprised when I forget it. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. That's good. Okay.
1: So speaking of X, Y, Z, S, T, V, A, B, C. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's why we're talking about that. Yeah. So there's Reddit user X, Y, Z, S, T, V, A, B, C, who claimed that he was at a marketing presentation at Disney and saw their 2019 plans for Star Wars, which included Jedi Fallen Order, the game from Respawn, um, not us Respawn, Respawn Entertainment. Easy to confuse the, game the studio. two. Very easy to confuse the two. We're equally
0: talented. Yeah, And that's definitely what it is. So we make the, the game... same amount of money, too. So. <laughs> we make a negative money every month.
1: <laughs> so the game takes place apparently five years after Revenge of the Sith and follows a Jedi Padawan who survived Order 66, which is basically when they killed the Jedi initially. Um, and they, they're being hunted. So it's just about Jedi that are being hunted is kind of what it sounds like, which I think is what they said during the E. I think so, yeah. So this isn't really much of a leak, but I guess the bigger part is is there's another confirmation that's probably coming next year. Yeah. Which would make sense. Woo! So, yay. Let's talk about the Game Awards. I want to talk about the Game
0: Awards. Yes! Main Quest! So we're going to discuss, we're going to go through and uh, talk about our predictions for the Game Awards. We're going to go through each category and talk about who we think is going to win. And we have a lot of, like, rumored things that we'll kind of discuss Yes. About Where it. do you want to start? Let's start with these little rumory thingies. Okay. And then we'll go into the uh, the predictions, and then we'll wrap up with our You ending. mentioned one of them already, with what Jeff Keeley said. Well, that was the uh, Avengers?
1: Oh, no, not that, but I was going to talk about that. Um, Just it being the biggest in terms of announcements, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. So apparently there are going to be ten games that are announced, not like that we haven't heard of before that will be announced at at this event. So I'm very curious what that's going to look like. Let's let's get our expectations right, though. A lot of these could be like Accounting Plus and games like that.
0: God, not, that was such a good game. It is a good game, <laughs>
1: but it's not like don't expect this to be, you know, uh, Zelda is going to be announced. Nothing. I don't think we're going to see a lot of things to that extent. Yeah. Possibly. Um, so one thing is Cyberpunk 2077 is not going to
0: be at the Game Awards. Not surprising. They don't need it. We also know Rock not going to be there, thanks to their tweet about Superman. Yes. Um, uh, apparently Mortal Kombat 11 could be revealed at the Game Awards. That's about time for that game. Yeah, it is. Mortal Kombat 10 came out 2014, 2015, 2014, I think. Well, there was also Mortal Kombat XL, right? When was that? Was, I think that's just, like, the Game of the Year edition. Oh, is that what it is? I think that's what it was, yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense.
1: Um, Nintendo apparently has something special planned for the Game Awards. I think that's Metroid.
0: Everyone gets herpes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. We're going to have a line where Reggie Fees Makey says, each and every one of you, and then at the end he goes, by the way, I have herpes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think that's what's going to happen. Uh, they're no? a family-friendly okay. company, so I, I don't think so. Um, but uh, I think Metroid could be it. I think Metroid is what they're going to announce. That's their
0: big thing. But we'll see. Um, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think we've talked about this a couple times. Either Metroid yeah. or Bayonetta three, maybe both. Maybe both. We'll see. Um, I I don't know. Why. It's this random thought that
1: popped in my head. Probably not going to happen. But I just thought I'd throw it out there. We keep hearing rumors of Odyssey DLC. Pretty awesome if they just dropped Odyssey DLC
0: at the Game Awards. Just like they dropped it last year for Breath of the Wild. Oh, Mario Odyssey! I'm thinking Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I was like they just dropped DLC this week. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Um, no, no, Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Gotcha. That'd be cool. That's a wild card. Random guess. Probably not. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. So Alien Blackout, which we talked about last week, that apparently might get announced at the Game Awards officially there will be a new rage two trailer that is official. And then right. Bioware says that they said last month um, t- within the past week, but technically in November, they said next month we'll hear more about the next dragon age game. Probably going to talk about that during the game awards. So I'm going to go ahead and count that as like an official, we will see <laughs> dragon yeah. age of
0: the game awards. We've got one more as well. Uh, oh. This one actually came today. Jeff Keighley tweeted, Thursday during the Game Awards, don't miss a Fortnite announcement from and world premiere from Epic's Donald Mustard. Fortnite announcement and world premiere from Donald Mustard. Uh, and then he says, streaming live at 9pm, blah blah blah, and oh, keep your game close. Hashtag worlds will change. And then, Epic Games tweeted in response to that, Jeff Keighley's not talking about Uh, Fortnite Season 7. So it's something aside from some new season of Fortnite is being announced on Thursday. From Epic Games. From Epic Games, yeah. And? Do you have a theory? Well, they had the Thanos DLC. Mm Mm-hmm. Not DLC, but like timed event. Yeah. We know the Russo Brothers are going to be there.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: What if we have, like, Iron Man? What if you could play as the Avengers in this game? I'm going to say no. No?
1: Because Idios um, Montreal is already working on an Avengers game. They've announced it. Oh, Crystal so, Dynamics. Sorry. It's Crystal Dynamics, yeah. Um, so, Spider-Man's been game in was two games before. That game was announced in 2017, I think. And I'm pretty sure this is one of the games that, like, Marvel is heavily involved in, too. So I think that they Marvel wouldn't have two Avengers games. No. I, lo- I looked it up for the podcast. I, I know, yeah, I know anyway, it's
0: official. we'll find out tomorrow, and we'll both and, have a surprise Pikachu face on.
1: Yes. That won't be one of the new game announcements, though, because they've already announced an Avengers game. There's even a trailer for it. So... There's been a trailer trailer for for the ana- there a when trailer for it. there a trailer for it. It's just like a cinematic-like thing. It's not. I don't think there's even been thing. that. There has been. I saw it today. I think I you're a lying on. whore. I was on their website. It I've decided like you're a lying
0: whore already. There's okay. no coming back. I was back. very
1: surprised to see a trailer, though. I didn't expect that because I feel like more people would be talking about it if that were the case. Maybe it's because it was made by the same people who made uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided, and that's why no one's excited about it, because we hated that game. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you ready to um, talk about these predictions? Really quickly, I just wanted to run through my predictions for what I expect to see there for trailers. Okay. One, I'm going to say right now it's not going to be there. Bloodborne 2 is not going to be at the Game Awards. Don't expect it. Don't get your hopes up. No, we it. already talked about it. Happen. PS5 launch title. Not even that. Just they—they they want to release Shakira. Oh, sorry, Shakira. They have to announce Shakira. They have to announce next Shakira. Year. So they, if they—they—they they, they want to focus on Shakira, and if they focus on Shakira, they can't talk about Bloodborne two yet. So <laughs> it's all about those hips. So here are some trailers I think we're gonna see. Metroid, we already said. Yeah. Because Sony PS is not doing PSX, we're gonna see Ghost of Tsushima or Death Stranding or something like that. It'll probably be Death Stranding because Kojima is really good friends with uh, Jeff Keighley. Um, right. We're probably going to see a new anthem trailer. We're probably going to see a Crackdown three trailer. Like I said earlier, we'll see a new trailer for Resident Evil two remake because they'll announce the demo at the same time. A new Kingdom Hearts three trailer will be there, I think. Um, Another
0: I, Kingdom Hearts three trailer? Yes. Or they they'll just, just show the same like, trailer. They'll, the,
1: they'll show the same trailer again at least. It'll have a presence. Is what I'm okay. Um, and then there's just going to be more Warframe trailers because last year Warframe oh, was right. all over the Game Awards. Well, that I was think- the
0: student projects, right? They like made. Students or community members could make trailers or gameplay videos.
1: Yeah, but they still had to pay for marketing to have the time yeah. at the Game Awards. So and still it just still came have... out on Switch, so you know they're gonna be pushing it. Exactly. So exactly. Let's get into the predictions now. Cool. One um, thing
0: I want to be upfront about the way that these um, that these nominees and votes are done. The, a lot of times when people say, "Oh man, I'm," they're not gonna give Game of the Year to this game. So they're going to give it the nod in, like, Best Action Game or something like that. Or, you know, this game didn't win Best Indie, so maybe it'll win, like, Best Debut Indie Game. Mm -hmm. That's not how the votes for Game Awards are done. They're done—it's not a panel of people that come together and vote specifically as a group. It's a bunch of outlets, and they all send in their votes individually, and the votes come in from there. So just because something won something else, they're not going to give a nod to something else. So keep that in mind as you're voting. Like, obviously, if that was the case, we would have seen Horizon Zero Dawn win something last year. But it won nothing. <laughs> not a single award. You know, as it was doing my
1: predictions, um, I realized that's... I think that'll be the case for another game yeah. as well. Yeah, Spider-Man. I actually was not thinking Spider-Man. No? But I... I actually think Spider-Man might list, win it one It is thing. also true of Spider-Man. If my predictions are 100% accurate, which, let's be honest,
0: they definitely will be, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so let's get right up front and say we know nothing about esports, so we're not even going to comment on esports. Yep. But Holden, you did want to make a prediction about what was it? Content, content creator whatever. of the year. So content creator of the year, we have uh, five nominees: Doctor Lupo, Myth, Ninja, Pokimane, and Willy Rex. I actually and have we- heard of
1: Pokimane, but Ninja. I'm predicting Ninja just because he's been in the media. All over
0: the place. Yeah. Also he's the only one on that list that I know, so. Yep. Boom. We both predict ninja. Moving on. Hold on, what's Perfect. the next one we're looking at? Best debut
1: indie game. We have Donut County. Florence. Hold on, what does that mean? Oh. Is recognizing a new independent studio that released its first game in twenty eighteen. This is uh
0: selected by fans, not by you know the uh, journalists and publications i had no idea some of these games released this year like were these companies first games yeah same here uh moss that surprised me so moss is one of them florence donut county the messenger and is it yoku's island express yep what do you pick chad i think uh i think the messenger is going to win there has I been chose- so much talk about that game I haven't
1: heard and, much talk about
0: that. For the record, we are saying what we think is going to win, not what our personal choice yes. be. Yes, yes. Yeah, the, no, Messenger, when it came out, everyone at IGN, GameSpot, kind of funny, everyone was all up this game. This is a game that like switches between 8-bit and 16-bit as you go.
1: Yes, that's right, that's right.
0: Uh, I actually have it on my Switch, I just haven't ever opened it up yet. But yeah, I think I think that one's, that's a hard one. In my now brain, it I said, oh, way. you know what, Moss, but also Moss will win a VR one. I was like, no, that's not the way this works. Florence <laughs> you know, you're is a good fantastic, fantastic. But...
1: I said Florence because I remember a lot of people thinking about Florence. I've... But I think you make a really good point about The Messenger. But because I don't want to paint the same
0: thing as you to make it interesting, I want to say Florence.
1: Still. <laughs> but I know I know. now that you've said it, I know you're right. So I'm
0: yeah. going to lose that one. Next yeah, one. Right. Next one, we have best student. No, we're not going to talk about that because we don't ever we don't know anything about student games. Yeah, best like multiplayer students. game for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co op and massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre. We have Call of Duty: Blop's Four, Destiny Two, Forsaken. I think Blop's. I don't know why I just laugh whenever I hear that. <laughs> it's so
1: stupid. I keep going. Sorry. Fortnite,
0: Monster Hunter World. And Sea of Thieves. This one's tough. It is. I think I think it's going to come down to Fortnite and Cod Blops Four, but I think Cod Blops Four is going to win because it's t- it's taken the Fortnite PUBG thing and turned it into an incredibly polished shooter experience, like the best first person ex- shooter experience version of that new game mode that everyone's obsessed with. And it's doing it well. Do I want though?
1: I still hear people talk about Fortnite nonstop, and I I don't hear people talk about
0: Blops for Fortnite is still the most popular thing on the planet. So you're picking Blops, but I think Blops is the best of that. I think Blops is more polished, has more variety, and is a uh, stronger multiplayer game than Fortnite is, despite Fortnite being more popular. Obviously, because it's free. Yeah.
1: Do you want to skip sports
0: racing? Um, Oh, I chose Fortnite, by the way. Yeah, let's skip it, because really, there's some soccer in there, and we're in America. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Best strategy game. Best game focused on real-time or
1: turn-based strategy gameplay, irrespective of platform. The Banner Saga 3, Battletech, Frostpunk, Into the Breach, and Valkyria
0: Chronicles 4. Chad, what do you got for us? So I hear a lot about Frostpunk, but also people love the shit out of Banner Saga three, Valkyria Chronicles. I feel like came and went, and a lot of people harken it back to like basically Valkyria Chronicles one, but remade from a different point of view. So I don't think that's going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess Frostpunk.
1: Frostpunk. All right.
0: Yep. I picked um, Into
1: the Breach because it's the one that I am the most—I've heard the most discussion about.
0: Great, perfect. Best family game for the best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. This is the only award Mario Odyssey won last year, wasn't it? It was, yeah. God damn it! That game was so good. (laughs) Mario Tennis Aces, Nintendo Labo, Overcooked Two. Starlink Battle for Atlas, Super Mario Party. best appro- best game appropriate for family play. I, having had hands on time with all of these except for Starlink, I'm torn between Labo and Super Mario Party as to what they'll pick. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say they're gonna pick Labo because it was so revolutionary and kind of t- taps into that stem field i was
1: thinking the same thing but then i thought which one was good and which one did people <laughs> like playing and the only one i can think of that really meant that is
0: overcooked 2 are oh, you do you think enough of these game outlets i, I, I played have enough of overcooked 2 absolutely to, yes. i mean to call it best family game I feel like enough of them played it and said, oh, yeah, this is just more Overcooked, which was great, but I don't think enough of them walked away saying, that's the best family game this year. But then I I guess I can't say that about
1: any of these. Yeah, like, none of these are, like, Mario Tennis Aces, Eh. Nintendo Labo. It was fun to make it, and then after that, you're going to play piano with your family? Like, really? You're going to do that? (laughs) Overcooked 2, you're going to play with your family all the time. Starlink Battle for Atlas. I kind of view that more as like a single player, like... I don't know. I I don't see that as a contender. And then Super Mario Party, again, like, it's just it's just Super Mario Party. You can see the same thing about Overcooked. You said about Super Mario Party. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think of these here, Nintendo, Lab, uh, Nintendo Labo... Overcooked 2 offers the best family gaming experience. I've listened to the Nintendo Voice Chat podcast a lot. I know it's a very limited selection. It's not like that's the entire gaming industry um, right there, but they talked about the game a lot they love Overcooked too um it seems like the kind of game that like yeah they're not talking about all the time but they all love kind and of I, can't, I also game. too i just i just can't see someone not liking this game and loving this game as much as i do so yeah and you can only play with your family really or people close like with you i mean it's it's a family game it's a family game Ted. it's gonna win yeah Shut up. i think i'm what gonna stick with
0: picking? labo though you're wrong <laughs> you're so i'm wrong. not wrong. If they vote for it, they're wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Correct answer, that's a good answer. All right. Best fighting game. The best game designed primarily around head to head combat. Chad, is it gonna be blaze blue cross tag battle? Is it gonna be Dragon Ball Fighter Z? Is it gonna be Soul Calibur Six, or is it gonna be Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition? I don't care, I didn't pick one. What
0: did you pick? This is gonna be the the year this was the year of Dragon Ball Fighter Z. This year this game had so much good will and good press around it and when it came out people were excited about it and it the, it it was well reviewed, well accepted. Versus Soul Calibur Six that was kinda mixed, Street Fighter V arcade edition, no one's really been into five. Blaze Blue has always just been it Blaze Blue. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, Dragon Ball Fighters was like legit had its moment this year.
1: And it well, fucking we'll looked out. like
0: the anime, so
1: and we'll find out that, you, not if, but that you were wrong on Thursday.
0: So the <laughs> what did happens. you choose? Oh, I don't care. I didn't pick one. Oh my god. I know gosh. nothing about fighting games. Best role-playing game for the best game designed with rich player character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. We have Dragon Quest XI Echoes of an Elusive Age, Monster Hunter World, Ninokuni II: 2 Revenant Kingdom, Octopath Traveler. Pillars of Eternity Two: Deadfire. What are you thinking? I'm thinking Monster Hunter World. Worlds. Really? You think yeah. it's role playing?
1: Yes, I do. Because Dragon Quest was not a super well received RPG. Nino Kuni was seen as oh, wasn't as good as the original one. Octopath: yeah. The story was criticized a lot. And what the fuck is Pillars of Eternity Two: Dead Flare or Deadfire?
0: Oh, people love Pillars of Eternity. Yeah, but, it's Obsidian. P- but PC gamers. Yeah, it's one of those PC, freaking PC gamers. Fucking Fez. <laughs>
1: kidding, I think it's Monster best. Hunter World.
0: I, I honestly don't think it's a competition. I can't
1: see it going any, any other way.
0: I uh, I think they're going to pick Octopath Traveler just because I think Monster Hunter World belongs in a different category. I think it is actually in, in the, another category up here later. It is. It's in a few categories. But yeah, I feel like I feel like it fits better other than role-playing. I don't feel like that's the best role-playing game that we had this year. It's a role-playing game. It's in the a role-playing, role-playing game, game, game category. The only other category, I'm just looking through, and the only other category is Game of the Year. Oh, interesting. See, therefore, it's, it's not an adventure game. It's not an uh, action yeah, game. I'm going to keep it with, uh, with, what did I say, Octopath? Yeah, I'm going to keep that. No, you definitely said Nino Cooney. Shut up. We have to differ in our opinions so one of us can win. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I wrote an Octopath. And I have to win. (laughs) (laughs) Best action adventure
1: game. For the best action adventure game, combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. We have Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Marvel's Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2, all the puzzle solving in Red Dead Redemption 2. (laughs) So much puzzle solving. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb
0: Raider. Um I think Red Dead Redemption 2 had the best traversal because it was so slow. <laughs> yeah, honestly,
1: I looked at this and I'm like, well, not Red Dead Redemption 2. It's it's a very slow-paced game compared to these other ones. Like
0: it's just it's no, it's not it's not Red Dead Redemption 2. Um the best action-adventure game I think is God of War. However, combining combat With traversal and puzzle solving, honestly, Spider-Man blew that out of the water. I mean, God of War has amazing combat, but it's really light on puzzles, and the puzzles that are there are pretty simple, and traversal is not really a big focus, but Spider-Man fucking that describes that to a T. So I think Spider-Man is going to win that one, and it might be the only one it wins. I think God of War is going to take this one. Yeah? Yeah. Pretty convinced of it. All right. Yeah. Next category, best action game. For the best game in the action genre focused on combat. Call of Duty, Blop's 4, Dead Cells, Destiny 2 Forsaken, Far Cry 5, Mega Man 11. Holden, you specifically did not put Dead Cells in your leaderboards for August because you said, no, I'm going to play this. Did you, in fact, yeah. play this? I did not. <laughs> I did not. Shocker. Really I know everybody fucking was all over that game for, like, two months. Yeah. I, I actually put
1: Dead Cells as my prediction for this one.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: I did. I know I know that that's – I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't get it. But I feel like – I don't know. It's like, is Call of Duty going to win the best action game of the year? Like, I don't know. That seems like a stretch to me. It's the same game every year. I am also critical of that series because I don't play that series. Yeah. Far Cry 5, maybe, but I don't know, it's been so long since it came out. Destiny 2, is just a, that's an expansion pack. That's not
0: a new game.
1: And then yeah. did Mega Man 11, wasn't that received kind of meh?
0: I honestly totally forgot that even came out. Yeah. Like, when it was on this list, it was like, did that come out? Oh, yeah, I guess it came out. But people loved Dead Cells. Yeah. And, and I guess Call of Duty Black Ops 4, if it had a single-player campaign, maybe I would consider it more for this category. But I think it just belongs in the multiplayer category, and that's it. Yeah, I think I agree with you, Dead Cells. Yeah.
1: I'm actually surprised we agree on this. So this is the only thing we've agreed on, and it's actually a pretty odd choice. I think we can both agree on that.
0: Pretty odd choice. Oh, man, this next category is fucking... Yes. Oh, I have a
1: clear answer for this one. Best VR AR game for the best game experience, playable in virtual or augmented reality, irrespective of platform. Is it going to be AstroBot Rescue Mission? Is it going to be Beat Saber, Firewall, Zero Hour, Moss,
0: or Tetris Effect? What a fucking year for PlayStation VR! Beat Saber. Three That's of the these nomination. games are PlayStation VR exclusive. One yep. of them was for a while, and Beat Saber just came to it with an exclusive campaign. Yep. It's, what it's a Beat Saber.
1: Year. It's going to be Beat Saber.
0: Oh, no, I don't think it is. I think it is. Beat Saber, yes, is my favorite game in PlayStation VR. Yeah. However, I think it's going to come down to Tetris Effect because everyone's been all up that game's ass, and then they're like saying it's life changing if you play it in VR.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then Astrobot. I think those are the two it's going to come down to. But I think Tetris Effect is going to win it. You think? I think so. All right. I have not personally – that's the only one of these four that I have not played. I can't see you playing that game. But, that, yeah, I don't like puzzles. I don't like Tetris. Yeah. But the Would way people love talk about this game is like it legit could be – like people are saying this could legit have a Tetris game of the year. Not just VR game of the year, but Tetris could win game of the year from this thing in VR. I just want to say you didn't deny what I said, which means it's now true. You love Luminous. I didn't hear what you said. I didn't hear that because this well, stupid fucking Google Hangouts call is making you drop out every four seconds. <laughs> is it really? It's, it's really clear. Terrible. It is, it is terrible super, on my side. It's
1: super clear on my side. It's unbelievably <laughs> no. clear. I was going to say a this lot has of been awkward great. pauses in here. <laughs> okay. Are you doing the next one?
0: Um, yes. Best mobile game for the best game playable on a dedicated mobile device. Donut County, Florence, Fortnite. PubG Mobile reigns Game of Thrones. What are you thinking? I don't think it's going to be Fortnite or PUBG. I just don't see that.
1: Don't see it. Um, I haven't heard of Donut County before. You're kidding,
0: right? I'm serious. I've not heard about this game. Really? Yeah. It came out like three or four months ago. It's similar to that Katamari Damasi game. And I know you've uh, talked about. It. I know you've talked about it. And I know what it is,
1: but I've never seen it. I've never heard anyone talk about. It. I've only heard it from you. You're the really? only person I've ever heard talk about this game. Yeah. Okay. Um, Reigns Game of Thrones. I didn't even know that was a game this year. I know. I know what Reigns is. I didn't realize they had a Game yeah. of Thrones edition.
0: So it came out a month Florence. Because Florence is a magical game. Florence was fantastic, and I do feel like enough people played that game and want to give it some some love. Yeah. Um. I think Fortnite might be the only thing that might beat it just because of what a technical achievement was to have the full version unhampered game running on yeah practically but, every phone but I think yeah Florence is going to win
1: because it like, was
0: designed for mobile devices exactly. from the ground up and uses every feature so well
1: it, it it tells a story in
0: a way that you could only tell on a mobile device as well yeah. like it just it's so made for mobile yeah and it's 45 minutes so you know everyone's jumped in and played it because there's no, like, I don't have 30 minutes to commit to this. Or I don't have, sorry, 30 hours to commit to this. And now it did break up, actually. I'm yeah, you back. are completely frozen on my end. There you go. Oh, now you're talking, but I can't hear you. we good audio. All right.
1: Um, so I'm saying Florence. You're saying Florence as well? Yep. Cool. All right. Next category is Indie Game. This is the, uh, for a standing and creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system. We have Celeste, Dead Cells, Into the Breach, Return of the Obra Dinn,
0: and The Messenger. Chad? I haven't played four of these games. I've just heard conversation around Dead Cells and The Messenger. Yeah. But I honestly believe this is where Celeste gets its due. I think so. No, I I I lied, I lied. I lied. Celeste is going to get the next category, but again, that doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't win this one either. From the discussions, God, it's so tough. Like Dead Cells and Messenger, I haven't heard anything of Return of Oberdin. I haven't heard anything from Into the Breach. Yeah. Same here.
1: I've heard a lot about Into the Breach, but you have Return of Oberdin. I haven't heard anything about. I don't know anything about. That
0: Outstanding game. creative and technical achievement in a game. God, I'm going to say. Mm. I'm going to say Celeste, and for the next one as well. Well, that
1: answers both uh, because I'm doing Celeste for both as well.
0: All right. Well, for everyone, the next category is also Games for Impact, for a thought provoking game with a profound pro social meaning or message. 11, I had to... 11.
1: What's that? Try your head. I, was, I had a close call, though, with Florence. It was between Florence and Celeste. I literally have Florence in parentheses next to Celeste because I'm like, if I change my mind midway, midway through, it's between the two, but I think Celeste is
0: going to win it. I'll tell you why here in a second. Uh, 11-11, Memories Retold, Celeste, Florence, Life is Strange 2, Episode 1, and The Missing, J.J. McField and the Island of Memories. I think Celeste is going to win this one because of the second half of the description. A profound pro-social meaning or message. Like Celeste dealing – I don't want to spoil too much about the game, but its message and the way that it kind of brings that into acceptance and tells people it's okay to be struggling with this and it's okay to embrace it and that you do have your own mountains and demons. Like that pro-social meaning I think outweighs Florence, which just tells a really great story from beginning to end. That's kind of where I felt as well. Like Florence is about a
1: relationship. It's not really like – impactful necessarily in the same way that Celeste will like help someone who's struggling with so I'm not again I'm not going to spoil it but struggling with something can help them overcome that yeah and even I really I mean I have I I can relate very deeply to what Celeste was about I think a lot of people can yeah being very vague for people who haven't played the game before that
0: made no sense to most people (laughs) (laughs) if you haven't played Celeste obviously from the way we've been talking about it you should fucking play Celeste it's amazing Yeah, came out a long time ago it's legit one of the best games and it's still being talked about yeah
1: next category is best performance this is awarded to an individual for voice acting motion capture and or performance capture this is going to be Brian DeChart as uh, Connor from Detroit become human Christopher Judge as Kratos um, God of War I know I don't know Christopher Judge but I've seen him before he was in like Stargate I had no idea he was God of he was uh, Kratos it's too funny Uh,
0: has he always been Kratos
1: uh, I don't think so. All right. Melisanti, um, is it Mahut, as Conj- uh, Cassandra in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Roger Clark as Morgan – sorry, as Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Redemption 2. And Yuri um, um, Lowenthal as Peter Parker in Marvel's Spider-Man. This is such a hard category. It is. I'm going to say this right now. Um, I don't think Detroit – Become Human. Brian uh, Dichart will get it just because I don't think as many people have played Detroit Become Human as have yeah. played God of War Assassin's Creed. Ritter I mean, he and was Chinese fantastic Spider-Man. in that game. but yeah, I'm think sure he right. was. Not, there's no comment to his performance at all. I've not played the game. I don't know how his performance was. Um, but I just think the other games are much bigger games.
0: So, Yuri as Peter Parker gave an exceptional performance. And He took Spider-Man into like like that Peter Parker. Like you cared about Peter Parker's struggles as well. So when he's outside of the suit, he does such a great job. And especially towards the end, like the ending couple of scenes, he was really really great. But I think Christopher Judge as Kratos, honestly, could go to any of these people. And from what I've heard, uh, probably Roger Clark is going to win this for Arthur Morgan. But I think what was really so impactful and amazing about Christopher Judge as Kratos in God of War is the subtlety of his performance.
1: That's a weird thing to say in relation to
0: Kratos' subtlety. Right? That's why this game is so fucking amazing. But the the subtlety of everything, just the the little gestures that you saw in the trailer where he's like, he goes to comfort his son, and he's like, ugh, but I can't. I've got to toughen him up. I can't comfort him by patting him on the back or rubbing his back or something like that. And... The choices that he has to make in Don't that game and the decisions and everything, the way that he deals with it and the small, subtle things that he does with his acting on his face and his body language, like to to take really great writing and so obviously act it out well is something Yuri did really great. But to take that and make very tiny, subtle things is I think what Christopher Judge really I'm not I'm not explaining this creature. Greatly, but Christopher just had a lot better subtlety in it, and I think that's really hard to do. I have know nothing about Cassandra other than and Assassin's Creed, other than that the game stuttered a lot for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so game of the year. Yeah, she stuttered all of her lines. She stuttered all <laughs> her lines. <laughs> um, but Roger Clark is Arthur Morgan from the trailers. Even I could tell that he was going to be incredible, and from what I've heard, and yeah, I did listen to spoiler casts for it already, so I know how it ends and I know how his performance ends, but. Apparently he's amazing as well. You know more about that story than I do. Then, yeah. I'm picking Roger Clark just because
1: when I was reading this list, I go, "Oh yeah, that's right. Roger Clark was. I mean, uh, Arthur Morgan was played by somebody. He's not a real person. <laughs> yep. So I'm like, yeah, I think if that was
0: my thought, I should pick him. <laughs> I think I think Roger Clark's gonna win as well. Yeah. Um. I hear, but It legit, could be any of them. Yeah. It's it's harder to tell. If this
1: is a really really. I think this is a specially subjective one. Because it's, it's a very specific part of a game as opposed to the whole experience. And I think most people don't pay attention to performances that much in games. Yeah. Um, Moving
0: on. Best audio design presented by Dolby. We have Call of Duty. <laughs> Every time blocks. I hear something like that, like presented by, I always think on of, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it is. It's best audio
1: design. Basically,
0: uh, I
1: already messed it up, damn it. There you go. You say it next time, that way it's funny. I can't do these things.
2: <laughs> best audio
1: design presented by Dolby. I can do things normally, Chad. <laughs> just like that. Recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. We have Call of Duty Blops 4, Horizon Blo Forza Horizon 4, not Horizon Zero Dawn. I almost said that. God of War, Marvel's Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm getting
0: really tired, I just realized. <laughs> This is one, this is where I think Spider Man's gonna win. Audio design? Yeah. The amazing things that they go through. What did you pick for an
1: actor? I'm sorry. What'd you pick for best performance? Roger Clark?
0: uh, Roger Clark, yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, the,
0: The things that they do in this game with making the music and even the dialogue a part of your actions in the game, like as you start to scale a wall, the music will just kind of subtly start going. And then as you start to actually start swinging, the music swells with you, and that music becomes a character with you. But also, they recorded every single line of dialogue multiple ways, depending on how much effort you're exerting. So if you're walking around, your Spider-Man will say his lines one way, and then as soon as you zip up to a wall... He'll start exerting himself, and he'll start saying it a little bit more out of breath. And if he's actively swinging, he has even a third-line reading. And it transitions mid-line through those so seamlessly that it's fucking... I have no idea how they got that to work and make it sound natural. Ooh. What is that sound? That was seltzer. Speaking of sound design... um. I think there are all sorts of great things about all of these, of course, but I think Marvel Spider-Man is finally going to win. I think he's going to win this one. Well, um, I did not pick anything for audio design because I
1: have no idea. So, sure, Spider-Man sounds great. I'm yeah. not picking Spider-Man, but for you it sounds great. Uh, I just didn't pick anything.
0: Best score slash music presented by <laughs> Push by Sapphire for outstanding music. <laughs> Nailed it. Inclusive of score, original song, and/or licensed soundtrack, we have Celeste, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead Redemption 2. I think this one hands down goes to Celeste. Celeste? Yeah. I did not pick one for this either,
1: so we will. You played most on. of these. Yeah, but I just don't, I, I wasn't thinking about the music, honestly, that much. Like, I'm looking back, I'm okay. like, what was the music like in Octopath Traveler? But I don't remember, so I just decided not to say anything about the game. Okay, gotcha. What about the yeah. uh, um, category, I mean? Art Direction is for Outstanding, Creative, and or Technical Achievement in Artistic Design and Animation. Nominees are Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead Redemption 2, and The Return of Obradin. For this one, I am picking Octopath Traveler because I kind of feel like that's mostly what people liked about this game was the art direction. And that was the, the standout yeah. thing about Octopath Tra- Traveler was the art direction, not its RPG mechanics, not its story. It was all about the art style. From the second that game was announced, that's what
0: people yeah, were talking at about. Yeah, the Switch reveal event, The first they show the first screen and you're like, holy shit, that is beautiful. What game is that? Exactly. It, it It's such a unique art
1: um, direction. Specific to that that game. Like, yeah, God of War and Red Dead Redemption 2 have really great art direction as well. But it's not like... It doesn't stand out in the same way that Octopath Traveler does.
0: Yeah, I feel like... So it's for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. I feel like God of War and Red Dead Redemption 2 took everything we've already seen as gorgeous and beautiful and just elevated it just a bit. Exactly, yeah. Whereas Octopath actually... Did something rev- like mm-hmm. not revolutionary, but a step it's down. It's really from that. unique. Yeah, it's, it's very yeah. unique. So I think I but agree also, with you. I think Octopath is going to win that one. Yeah, I think that's. I'd be honestly really upset if it
1: didn't because. I mean, they're literally. Square Enix is literally talking about using that art direction style as a framework for future RPGs they make. I mean, this yep. is going to be. I really think we'll look back at Octopath Traveler, if anything, as the beginning of a really cool art design in games.
0: Yeah. So, cool stuff there. That's the next one, Chad. Next up, best narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. Detroit Become Human, God of War, Life is Strange 2, Episode 1, Marvel Spider-Man, and Red Dead Redemption 2. This one's hard. I I want it to be... Oh, this is easy for me. I wanted to be Detroit Become Human because of just the absolute craziness that goes on behind the scenes and all the different possibilities you could actually end up this, with this in the, in the game. But I know that's not going to get it because so many reviewers got shitty endings. It sounds like or shitty gameplays. Um, and then from there it comes down to for me probably God of War or Red Dead Redemption Two. And knowing a lot about Red Dead Redemption Two story from the spoiler casts and God of War. I think I'm gonna go. I think they're gonna pick God of War. All right.
1: I was thinking Detroit because that it's kind of the same reason as Octopath Traveler. It's that game's reason for being.
0: Yeah, but there are when you think about the reviews, a lot of them were like, "Man, this is really amazing," but the story's kind of so so, or Our motivations weren't quite clear. But you know, my experience was very different because of the route that we chose. So I think enough of these outlets you, but got you have a to- bad route. To, you have to keep in mind at the same
1: time though, that that's that review is only one person's opinion at that publication. When they are stating uh or when they're selecting uh a nomination, with the jury selecting a nomination in this case or a winner, it's a consensus across the publication, I think, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but then you think about like everyone played God of War, they all sell the same amazing story and they all were high as fuck on it.
1: Okay, that's a good point.
0: I picked Detroit Become Human. I'm still going to stick with it. I want it to be that really, really badly. I'm going to stick with Detroit Become Human still, but you're putting God of War down, right? Sorry, I want it to be that really, really bad. Uh, But yeah, put down God of War for me.
1: Game Direction is the next one. Best Game Direction awarded to Game Studio for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. A Way Out. Detroit Become Human, God of War marvel's spider-man and red dead redemption 2 this was a tough one for me yeah this is so tough immediately i said oh well red dead redemption 2 and then thought no because no one's going to want to back the game that the direction led them towards the news scandal about crunch time <laughs> <laughs> um, that technically is a factor in game direction for some people i would think i'm gonna go god of war what director has been talked about more, and what, what game has had more conversation about game direction more than God of War this year?
0: None. No game has. Right. You think about the the everything being one giant take, for, or one giant, not take, because it's not one audition, but one giant shot from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. A Way Out did some cool stuff, but a lot of it was just, like, stuff we've seen before, just in a split-screen type. I mean, I don't know. Also, like, yeah, it was kind of unique in moments, but not as, like, an entire experience. Right. I didn't really enjoy A Way Out when I look back at it. Outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. That was probably the most innovative in game direction of them all. Having the required multiplayer and those... I don't know. Detroit, I don't know. It For me, it comes down to Detroit or God of War. And I think I think Detroit was enough of an evolution of Heavy Rain to make it outstanding, but I think it was still kind of around that same idea as Heavy Rain. So, God of War. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go God of War. All right. God then we of have War. Best ongoing game. Awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. Destiny 2 Forsaken, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, Overwatch, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. I think this is very obviously going to Fortnite. Yep, I said the same thing. With all of the crazy-ass innovation things where games from items from the game are disappearing and then showing up in places all over the world... And then giant purple cubes are appearing and Thanos is in it. And I think they are doing that game right. And it's constantly supported and people are still playing it because of that. I couldn't agree more. All right. The last
1: one. Game of the Year. Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. We have Assassin's Creed Odyssey. We have Celeste. God of War. Marvel's Spider-Man. Monster Hunter World and Red Dead Redemption 2. Chad, what is going to win Game of the Year? God of War. God of War, God of War is going to win with you. Yep. And want to why as much as I really love Red Dead Redemption 2, God of War was not nearly as dev- as as polarizing as Red Dead Redemption 2 was. There are people who love Red Dead Redemption
0: 2. There are people who can't stand it. We've got both of those types on this podcast right now. Exactly. Well, I like kind <laughs> of, war. I like kind of war. No, I mean I Red to... Dead Redemption. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. we well, haven't played it though. <laughs> but I've decided that I hate it. So. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> Celeste. I'm just is... kidding. That's a character that I put on.
1: <laughs> Celeste is a really great game, but it's not going to win Game of the Year. Marvel Spider-Man. I think it's the same thing. It's going to be kind of unfortunately forgotten about. Monster World is just. It's too niche, I think,
0: to be game of the year. I uh, yeah. actually—that's not true. It was a huge selling game. It was. It was their best selling game, right? Capcom's it was, best yeah. selling game ever. I think. I take it
1: back. Monster Hunter World, game of the year. It sold <laughs> a lot of copies. No, I'm still thinking God of War.
0: Assassin's Everyone... Creed Odyssey is
1: gonna—that's the one that's gonna get shafted this year. Yeah. Everyone loved that game though. Well, honestly, I think Red Dead Redemption Two is gonna get shafted. I don't have it as a single prediction you have the performance well roger clark but i'm talking like the game itself oh shit i don't think i have it down for a single one either yeah spider-man and that well
0: you have spider-man for a few but i don't have spider-man for anything yeah i i I think spider-man's got sound design in the bag and then what else did i say action adventure game yeah yeah action adventure game and rpg no, shut up. Get out of here. I did not say Best <laughs> RPG, Spider-Man. I put a key down for Spider-Man Best RPG. I think you'll get it. <laughs> um, All no, right, so that's our predictions. Tune in on Thursday night to the Game Awards, uh, streaming on Twitch and I assume YouTube and some other places as well. We'll kind of recap next week, I think, with how we went kind of taking a look at the different announcements that were made as well. I'm sure next week's yeah. basically going to be a Game Awards episode. Yeah, I, I'd imagine it will be. We're going to wrap up tonight with The Endgame. This is where we reach out and talk to you, the community. Great show, The Community. No, the, no article on it. It's just community. Excuse me. And uh, we do a couple of things. Tonight we're going to do subscriber interop. Nope. Tonight we're going to do Game on Game Show <laughs> and the Participation Award. So every month we give out a $20 prize to the gaming service of your choice, for just participating with our show, whether that is referring a friend to us, reviewing us on a podcast service of your choice, or interacting with us on Twitter with anything more than just a like. And um, so we kind of compile all of that information. This month, we were supposed to do it last week, but we had to cut it short. So this month, we are going to... I'm turning up the volume of my HomePod so you guys can hear it when I ask it. There it is. We're going to pull from one of... Let me pull up my spreadsheet. We had 14 entries for the month of November. And I'm going to have uh, Siri give us a number. Hey, Siri, pick a number from 1 to 14.
2: Random number between 1 and
0: 14 is 2. 2 is... Fez IRL! I assume you want Steam, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Check your DMs on Twitter, and we will get you that $20 game certificate to the service of your choice. Yay! Congratulations. Thank you, sir, for being a part of our community. Congratulations, Fez. Although I'm very confused. I thought Tunic was supposed to win all of these. Shh. <laughs> we still give him 20 bucks on the side, we just don't make it public. <laughs>
1: Congratulations,
0: um, Fez. Tunic did win what? Was it last three or two? He's won, like, was, almost all of them, basically. Was, he won the first participation award, and then Fezzed, and then Tunic, and then Tunic, and now Fezzed. Oh, wow. Uh, we did have a little bit of a change-up in there this month, though, with a couple of other people who haven't participated before, participating for the first time. Oh, very cool. Next up, we're going to do our Game on Game show. We're going to make this one brief. It's actually technically one we were supposed to do last week. It's also all the Ocarina of Time uh, themed. Oh, I like this. So, video game, would you rather... I've got five things here. We're going to go through three that are actual would-you-rathers and three that are kind of would-you-rathers, but technically something else. Ready? Yes. Would you rather be stuck on an elevator with the Lost Woods theme, parentheses, sorry, a song, on repeat, or trapped in a dark closet with the Song of Storms, parentheses, windmill song, on repeat? So basically, in a tiny space, which song would drive you less crazy? the Lost Woods theme, or Song of Storms? I think I'll take Song of Storms. I actually whistle the Song of Storms a lot. I think I'm going to agree with you. Song of Storms, like, Lost Woods is, like, fun, like, and then after it starts to repeat itself the second time, I'm already sick of it. All right. Yeah, pretty much. Would you rather... Wait a minute. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute, this is just Harry Potter. No, it's not. (laughs) Would you rather listen to Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone audiobook as read by Navi or listen to the Beatles discography as sung by Navi?
1: So just the first Harry Potter book or all the Beatles songs? Correct. I think that – well, Beatles songs are only like basically like 30 seconds each. They're really short. (laughs) No. And, they're not. Well they're like two minutes long. They're like short songs. That's aren't they? a
0: normal ass song length, like two to three minutes. Well I listen and to some. Some of them are like, are like six or seven, but
1: well I listen to house music, which is all like seven to ten minute long songs. So th- two to three minutes is a very short song for me. And I don't yeah, I'll take that.
0: I don't think they had as much
1: compared to a Harry Potter book. So I'll take that one.
0: Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with the Beatles one because it's mostly good music. Uh, and I think that would be funnier and more entertaining and less obnoxious than just listening to the whole book as read by Navi.
1: Yeah. Like three chapters rather... of Harry Potter would already be longer than all the Beatles songs. I think.
0: Exactly, yeah. yeah. Would you rather play the entire Ocarina of Time game without the ability to run or you have to play the entire game with only the ability to gallop full speed on Epona?
1: And by Only run I mean the ability to gallop full speed. I, I would I would not choose that one because I can just not use a
0: Right. And, okay, and then yeah, you're you're not running, you're like going at sneaking walking speed for the entire oh. game. Oh.
1: Then yeah, Apona, I'll I'll take a being fast all the time because
0: I Yeah, I'll take that one. But also imagine Apona Trying to navigate some of those really tricky, skinny paths like bridges and, and ropes that you got to climb on. <laughs> Going at full speed. Oh, wait a second. So, opponent I, I have to also be on opponent the entire game. You, you are on Epona the entire game, solving all the puzzles on opponent Always gathering at full speed. <laughs> Galloping at full speed. Well, I'll point this out.
1: Um, you can't get opponent until you're Adult Link, and that means you can't start the game. Yeah. So, You also have one. the
0: ability to run, Holden, from the beginning. Mm -hmm. this is a would you rather this is a hypothetical
1: Chad I'll take Epona going really fast because at least it'll be over with quicker hopefully dodging enemies like dodging bosses will be really hard if you're walking at a snail's base
0: that's true I honestly I don't know if I could do a lot of those puzzles on Epona but I know I could if I were walking so I think I'm going to go with that because I would at least finish the game because you beat the bosses, maybe not. Yeah, but I know that I couldn't do some of those puzzles on the Pona. So, all right, whatever. Willy Next up, disagree. we've got two Mary fuck kills. All right, we've got Darunia. I think I'm saying that's the leader of the Gorons. Yep. King Zora or Talon, Malon's father, the Milkman. Mary fuck kill go. Hmm. Well, I'll marry the king.
1: Excellent choice. Yeah. You have to marry the king. Gotta marry um, a rich man. I would rather have sex with a human. <laughs> 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 so, we'll, we'll go with Talon. Um, also, I just feel like I'd just get crushed by Daruda, yeah, Dar- Darudia. Yeah, that big boulder dick. Exactly. Um, so, I'll kill him because I don't want his big boulder dick to kill me. <laughs> so... <laughs> Honestly, I can't see you doing it any other way. I no, think that's I, the only I'm way to going do to it.
0: pick that exact option as well. Marry King Zora for yeah, the money, kill Darunia, and then fuck Talon. Just because you'll be the whole time too, so Exactly, exactly. It won't be so Funny, bad. It's
1: it's it's comfortable sleeping with someone who's sleeping.
0: <laughs> it, yeah, it'll be rape. It's okay. Yeah, it's totally great. <laughs> oh my god. We do not condone um, that, by the way, just to be no. perfectly clear. <laughs> No, we are not a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> Next up, marry, fuck, kill. This is the final one for today. Would you rather marry, fuck, or kill Zelda, Saria, or Princess Ruto?
1: Marry Princess Zelda.
0: Yeah? Yeah, she, she'd be a great wife. What are, the, what are the two again? Saria? Saria, and then Princess Ruto, King yeah. Zora's daughter. Um...
1: I'm I'm just going to have to kill Princess Rudo because I think she's weird. She's she's wanted to be engaged to you since childhood even though you were not even in her life but for like a day. So that's creepy. That's weird. Not marrying that. And then again, Cassari is human. I'll I'll have sex with her.
0: I don't want to have sex. I with think the, uh, with the alien thing. Rudo what... would have would make for some hot sex. But she's crazy though. Yeah, but crazy, and she wants you real bad. <laughs> she's gonna be good and bad. All right, that, I and mean, that's a fair point. But again, yep.
1: she's really crazy. I think. She's but you only got to do really it once, and
0: then <laughs> bye. All
1: right, all right, fair, fair, fine.
0: I think uh, I think sorry is cute, and green's my favorite color, and she has green hair. But oh, okay. mostly, I'm gonna marry her because I feel like Zelda is one of those like. Girls who's super spoiled but doesn't realize she's spoiled and she's going to expect things a certain way. She's always been pampered. And so I'm like, no. I see
1: Zelda. We see Zelda very differently. Zelda is a determined woman who is willing to sacrifice herself for the greater good. She literally hid herself as chic and lived in hiding.
0: Oh, I fucking totally
1: forgot she was chic. Yeah. She's a determined, powerful woman. That's who I want by my side of marriage.
2: It's that's, that's
0: important. Mm. I don't know, but she's always had someone taking care of her her whole young life, and then she suddenly didn't have to when she was chic because she's a badass. Yep, I'm sticking with Saria. Kill Zelda,
1: <laughs> murder her. <laughs> you're literally, you're literally choosing Saria, who sits and plays the flute all the time to yeah. Zelda who like who I've is already admitted has the most obnoxious and... song <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep that's what I'm picking all right fine we disagree it's funny we totally agreed on the first one and we're in complete disagreement on the second one <laughs> <laughs> you're right we could pick completely different things nice all right that wraps up would you rather and it also wraps up our episode four. that's just under two hours yeah this is our longest episode yet yeah. Your mom. I think it oh was. Oh! Oh. Uh, yeah, tune in next week. We'll kind of take a rundown of what happened at the Game Awards. And then the next week will be... Was that the week before Christmas? Hi, like a Shiza. Yeah, it's coming up fast. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Participate with us for Twitter on the Participation Trophy. At the end of the month, you'll get some Mun Muns, maybe. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Here is our usual sign-off. Hey, now. You're a rock star.